The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you stand. Kings of the Galaxy. Fighting for you and I. Fighting for me. Milk and sugar, bread and 
cups and cakes I'm so full my tummy aches How sad it must end But I'm glad I'd a friend Sharing cups and cakes with me And cakes with me Here we go There we go Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. And why the hell wouldn't you want to give us a call? Because you're dead inside. Because your soul is dead. And you're a sad sack. And you, you go around humping wood. You hump trees. You find trees that have fallen down and have got holes in. You can't be bothered to make your to, to furrow your own hole in these tree stumps that have fallen down and you get your tiny little penises out and you insert them in a tree and you do it to a dead tree that's the only kind of person that would not want to phone this show those sickos Catherine with splinters that they deserve I got caught humping a tree again today did you yeah man alive let's go to um let's go to uh, let's go to Tommy good evening Tommy hi there Ian hey it's Tommy the pervert it's fairy Tommy yeah He's the, someone, someone described Tom. Now, did he use this phrase? Is this phrase offensive? Someone described Tommy as a chocoleptic. <gasps> Is that? I don't know if that's offensive or clever or I don't know. Um, Are you I offended? Mean, um, not really. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn about what you do or say. I <laughs> don't give a damn. I just want you to play. Been a musical this evening. Feeling inspired. Lovely. Lovely. Feeling inspired because um, three of my favourite podcasts dropped new episodes this week. So the Clones cast, the one that does Bruce Lee rip-off movies, they dropped one. Um, uh, Tim Heidecker dropped one. I I don't know what you're sniggering for. Just just grow up. And um, take it away. The Paul McCartney, Ryan and Chris, that we've had on the show, they dropped Dropped one. Dropped a big one, yeah. They dropped a huge one. It's two hours, over two hours long. And I am lapping it up. I am on my hands and knees just licking every little bit that's dropped on the floor from those guys. So I'm in a good mood. Yes, Tommy! What have you got for us tonight, Tommy? We'd, we'd like to talk to you. We'd like to help you. We'd like to heal you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You're welcome to join. Everybody's welcome to join tonight. It's going to be a great show. We've got the strong energy, very positive vibe. Um, I'm, I, I'm feeling like I might, I might burst into an Uri Geller impression. And strong energy today. Work, work. We really want to bend those spoons. Work. Um, it's going to well. be one of those shows, Tommy. I actually have quite a bunch of things to tell you. Then, then you're um, in the right place. We've got three hours. Clear the lines. We've got three hours. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Tommy. Start. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, yeah. I wanted to say what happened to me today, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah, go on. So I woke up. Okay. We're doing this in real time. That's a good thing. Then I had to have a bath. Yes. And you had that, to have a bath. Yes, I have. Hang on, this is for you. Tommy, can you hear me? Can you feel me near you? I know we're getting to something heavy, don't worry. Tommy, can you see me? Can I help to cheer you? Yeah. Ooh, Tommy. Yes? Tommy? Yes? Tommy, yes, go on. Okay, sorry. Um, okay. I didn't want to just stop you. Anyway. Well, you did, you will. 
You may not have wanted so, to, but that was the end result. So you had a bath. Yes, I had it. And yes. I have to have it because... You shit yourself shower, in the bed. Shower doesn't have hot water. Okay. And nothing yeah. has hot water. You could have a cold ADA shower, like the military. Yeah, but I mean... Like the army. Make a man out of you. I, I am an otter, but I would rather have a hot bath or okay. a, just something. And okay. yeah. So we use the kettle, yeah? Okay. Yes, yes. But problem is, we're using it for the last six weeks. Okay. And our, uh, um, what, do you call, what do you call it? I landlord? Landlord. Land- you see, you call it landlord. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he doesn't really do much. So no. this will be at least one more day without hot water. Yeah. So okay. we're freezing here. Okay. Um, do you know where Buxton is? Um, yes, Derbyshire. Um, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, it's freaking cold. Okay. Um, What's your language? And so I went out. Uh, I went to dentist after. Just, are we going to be li- living this whole day in real time? Uh, uh, what I'm asking is, is there, is there, um, uh, is there, is, can we, fa- can I press fast forward slightly? Yes, sorry. Um, right, so. Thank you. I go dentist. Get to the dentist. Okay. And <laughs> slow, slow, slowed right down again. Yes. I, I I told you I was there three days ago, right? Yeah. And he tried to pull my tooth out because I had an abscess. Yes. Right. Yes. And gave me uh, antibiotic. Okay. Great. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I go there today. Yep. I expect him to pull it out today. Mm-hmm. Finally. Mm-hmm. And he does nothing. Oh. He he's. Staring in my mouth, yes. and that's pretty much it. Yes. And so I say, um, I expected you to pull it out today. Yes. And he's like, well, it's not as easy as it seems. No, that guy's not a dentist. He's 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 killed the dentist, and he's really he's starting to get a little bit hot and sweaty under the collar because he's being called upon to do actual dental work. And that's exactly what I thought. Yes. So I told him. You should work out more, obviously. Yes. Because you can't pull out my tooth. Okay. Right. Oh, um, huh? He he gives me this really bad stare oh. and tells me to come on twenty second. So, you, so, so he's, now he's, you're coming back for a third time. Oh, <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy! Wowzers! And listen. So we pressed the dump button there, guys. Tommy, Tommy, in his excitement at telling, uh, which I'm going to say, Catherine, one of the dullest stories we've ever had told on this Not show. Not the, though. That... After, after the excitement of yesterday's call from Tommy, this really is an uh, uh, anticlimax. Tommy dropped an F-bomb. We're going to go back to Tommy. You've got to watch your last yellow card, Tommy, for today. You're back on All the right. air. You're back on the air. No more of that potty mouth nonsense. Right, uh, right, yeah. right. It's okay. So you, don't have, you, do, you, don't, you don't have to apologise. You don't have to apologise. You can just arrogantly stumble on to the rest of your dull story. Yes, of course. Right, my dull story. Well, right. Yes, um, quite. And again, no, no need to apologise for for swearing like that. Okay. Um, no? I wanted to show you how I look. Is that all right? So, have we finished the dental story? Yeah. Thanks for calling, Tommy. <laughs> Thanks for calling. We, did we get that one? I was so surprised by that one, Sam and dear listener, that I just... I, I froze. He's done it again? 
thanks for calling, Tommy. Um, and really, uh, really knocking the sheen off of uh, the start of the show there. Great call. Just goes to show you can have a great call one day, and the next day it's it's a terror. One of, that is now one of the worst calls of all time that we've ever had. Oh well, these things happen. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Uh, I want to talk about perverts. I want to talk about bounties. I want to talk about time wasting. I want to talk about poppy fascism. Uh, and I want to talk about vegans as well. Everyone seems to be very anti-vegan. I wasn't listening to James's show. I, sus- I think there was a bit of an anti-vegan vibe going on there. And I don't get it. I don't get... And listen, I probably used to make jokes about vegans. I, probably, I was a vegetarian for a long time, and I probably used to make jokes about vegans. But I don't get it. And can I put forward a, a really... Can I put forward a, a crazy idea before we go to the break? And we've got Danny and we've got Nigel. Is well, I don't know if it is that crazy. To me, it kind of makes sense. I'm not saying this to be dumb, right? But isn't being a vegan <clears throat> the same as being a Christian or the same as being a Muslim? In as much as slightly different from being a Jew because you're born into into Judaism. But so let's put that to one side for the moment. Let's focus on Christianity and Islam. In that it is. You have a belief system. It's a belief system, isn't it? It's what it boils down to. Religion, uh, Christianity, Islam and, and veganism, they basically boil down to a belief. A belief, right? And, and, and ultimately, you, you believe that, that, that your system of beliefs make the world a better place, right? Make you a better person and make the world a better place. That could be said about religion, that can be said about veganism. So, all, and it's so easy to have a go at... at, at it's, it's easy, really easy to have a go at, at, at vegans. But then it's also really easy to have a go at Christians. Really easy to have a go at Muslims. But yeah, if I were to come on... If I, if I were to come on now... We'll take a break in a second. Then we'll talk Danny and Nigel. And then if you want to give us a call on this, do 0344 Because I haven't quite got my head around it. So I want to do a little bit of... I want to workshop this idea. I could quite easily come on to a, there's a similarity as well between cyclists but maybe until after 11 I could come on here tonight tell Tommy thanks very much but two F-bombs is, 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 is too too much I could come on tonight and, and craft in inverted commas a very lazy but well attended phone in show about these bloody vegans They've, there's a story in the paper today about this farmer who's got a name you can go and name the animals right that are going to get killed. And he's had um, threats of violence, I think violence, from from, a ve- from some vegans, from a vegan... I don't know if it's an organisation or whatever. So these vegans have written murderer and stuff like that, right? So I could come on now and do a show and get loads of phone calls. I've heard, I've heard people doing it today. These bloody lazy vegans. Have you seen about this poor farmer? His family have worked on this farm for five years. Generations. This is all true, by the way. His, fa- his, fa- his family have worked on this farm for five generations. Right? And he's come up with this idea to net for the kids can come and name the animals. And these bloody, stupid, pathetic, 
limp-wristed snowflake vegans are threatening him with violence. I'm surprised they've even got the strength to pick up a pen to write with. These vegans are sexual deviants. They are weirdos. They are perverts. What the hell is wrong with a bit of meat? Right? Could, I could do that easily. Easy. We get loads of calls. But then transpose that over to Islam. These bloody Muslims complaining about this and complaining about that. I'm surprised they've even got the strength to pick up a pen. What is wrong with a bit of pork? What is wrong with it? Have Same thing. Same thing. Sorry if any of that offended anybody. It's not my intention. I'm just saying it. To... It's the same kind of thing, isn't it? I don't know. I'm putting it out there that veganism is... Um, and I would say I would say veganism more than vegetarianism. Veganism is a belief system in the same way that Christianity and uh, uh, um, Islam is, and that coming on a radio show and attacking them and, and taking the pee out of them for being lazy and limp and pale and wan one one one. W a n. I'd say one, but you one. know what I'm like. One. I, I never say it to your satisfaction. One. Um, uh, but it, it coming on and, and having a pop at them is, um, there isn't a term for it, but is, it, is bullying a minority. Hate crime. Maybe, maybe I'm on the fence with that. I don't, I don't know. Oh, th- we'll talk, have a thing about it, Catherine, because we'll, we'll do the adverts in a second. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. If you've got any, I, I just don't know. I'm kicking this idea around in my head. The the I think you know coming on and doing a show and taking the pee out of, of vegans is a lazy, half-assed, you know, ridiculous thing to do. Very nineteen nineties to do that, and, and, and we're better than that. Um, and I, I have I have nothing but respect for vegans, and, and also the people that did the death threats. There are meat eaters that do death threats. There are there are assholes in every. There are assholes in Christianity and in Islam, and you know you know what I'm saying. It's not all vegans is the point I'm trying to make. Anyway, o three four four four. Jesus, God damn it! Right, I'm saying this now. I'm saying this now, because this person is doing my nutting, right? Oh, I'm furious. I'm furious. Let me find an email. Let me find an email. You're going you're gonna to laugh at this, Catherine. You are going to laugh at this. You sent me a text, buddy. You're getting called out now. Um, it's going to be a good show tonight. It's going to be an excellent, excellent show tonight. Um, let me just uh, it's going it's to be a very very good show tonight Gar- I guarantee it I guarantee it um, I can't find the email so we've had a guy that for the past few months has been emailing us on and off on and off on and off a guy who phoned, has phoned up this show a guy who has sent dick pics to our listeners a guy who um, for months would I think he lives in Bristol or something, for months would offer, when my car was broken down, would offer to lend me his car, would offer to drive me to places, would all this kind of stuff, for months and months and months, and I didn't really reply to any of these emails. Eventually it got too much, and I told the guy to stop emailing, stop emailing, stop emailing. I told him. I told him, I told him, I told him, I told him, stop emailing, you're stalking, um, stop emailing, you're stalking. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. 
you are now stalking, right? And he emailed me, and I said, count me out too. Yeah. Please okay. stop emailing okay. me. Okay, So he emailed me three days ago. Listen, I've screwed up in the past. I can't find the email. I've probably deleted it. Screwed up in the past. This is how nuts people are, right? And this is what I have to deal with. I'm a radio host. That's all I am. Is I'm a, I'm a gob on a stick for three hours a night. So get this email. Um, I'm having a really tough time. I'm really sorry that in my, one of my previous emails I called you a C. And I'm really sorry. And please, can you unblock me on Twitter? And please, can I listen and phone the show again? So my reply was, where did I... Let me see if I can find it. It's not sent to John. Um, here we go. This is it. Hi, Ian. I hope you're well. I'm just asking if you'd unblock me on Twitter. I've tried apologising before, and I stand by my apologies. I'm having a really tough time coming off duloxetine, and I just want to find a bit of comfort. And I know it sounds stupid, but I find comfort in following and listening to you. Peace and love. My reply. I've asked you so many times. Never contact me. You scare me and make me feel very uncomfortable, which is absolutely true. I'm sorry for your mental health, but actually mine is a higher priority for me. I want nothing to do with you. I have been to the police about you, but didn't take it any further. I've asked you so many times to not contact me. This is harassment, and it makes me very nervous and uncomfortable. Please stop being so selfish and just leave me alone. That's pretty clear, isn't it? That's pretty clear. He replies immediately, I'm so sorry, I'll never contact you again. Why are you you, uh, texting the show then, John? Why are you texting the show now, John? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Please never contact me. You scare me and make me feel very uncomfortable. You've literally just texted the show. I know it's you because your name's popped up. Can I call? Perverts welcome tonight then. May I call? No, you won't because what you've done is I'm now feeling very hot. I'm feeling very nervous. I'm feeling very anxious. My mouth has gone dry. I've got... um, I'm sweating... I've got an uncomfortable feeling in the back of my neck. I'm scared. That's what it is. What I'm describing is fear. I am now feeling afraid because you have contacted me again after being told, I don't know, 15 times, as a conservative estimate, to stop contacting me. How nuts is that? I genuinely worry that this guy could do something. Mm. At the very least, he's disrespectful. Sending dick pics to my listeners. And, and no, 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 no. I've, now, I've, now, I've, now I've lost the vibe because I'm scared. I'm scared of this guy. John, go away. That's getting taken to the police. Your previous email is getting taken to the police. Your number is being handed to the police. Your mental health ain't my responsibility, buddy. Stop it. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Brilliant. Someone has just uh, tweeted me saying, I'm, I'm, I work in the legal profession. If you want a hand get, stopping this dude, then, then I'm, I'm on it. Thank you, brother. I'm going to send you a little message. Right, let's pick up the vibe, because the vibe at the start of the show was great. It was a great vibe. What did you think about the veganism thing? I think, I, I, I know what you mean about it being a philosophy. Yeah. And a discipline philosophy that goes with that word. philosophy, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a good word. So, for the vast majority, I mean, actually, I think that a lot of the, um, a lot of the suspicion, no, that's not a strong enough word, a lot of the hostility towards vegans comes from people who are meat eaters and feel like somehow their choice is a judgment on us. Yep, yep. Whereas I just think, 
wow, fair enough. If you can hold to that, I completely understand why you would do it. There is, there is a cognitive dissonance between being a reasonable, fair-minded person and using animals for food, isn't there? Yeah, very much so. Oh, but, very much so. But, but I, I can't get over myself. I was a vegetarian for 26, 27 years, 26 years, um, and I've been a meat eater, I guess, for like three, for four years probably. Um, and I'm, I love meat now. But, yeah, that cognitive dissonance, which I only worked out, I only learned what that meant a few weeks ago, um, where you do one thing but you're thinking another, or there's two, two opposing thoughts going yeah, you in know your head, that so you pick one, but even though the other one makes sense yeah. as well. You know that it's not yeah. the fairest way to treat anything that's alive. I can see myself becoming a vegetarian again at some point. I can see it happening. But then some vegans um, look down on vegetarians. Well, I don't really care. It, no, I know. It's, some human it, beings will always find a reason no, to look down it, on others. No, but it's that um, John Cleese and the two Ronnie sketch, yeah. isn't it? I look down on him because, and he looks up at me. But it's, and it's fine. I don't, uh, you know, you do whatever, you do the best that you can. And right now at the moment, the best I can do is eat a load of meat because I'm really enjoying it. But um, I'm, I'm aware that meat is cruel. And also, and also people go, so vegans don't have cheese on milk. Well, well, that's not eating meat. Well, actually, it don't. You, you, come on, guys. We, the milk industry is very, very cruel. It's a cruel and painful uh, thing. You know, the cows are, are force-fed uh, um, uh, chemicals that make them think that they're constantly just giving birth, so that they're pumping up milk and it's painful and it's horrible and they get all kinds of infections in their gut. And it's, it's, it's. You know, the cows are not meant to be pumped every day. Um, so I, I totally get why why dairy pro- why milk and 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 cheese is is found. And don't and even get started on eggs. Eggs exactly. You know a free, you know a free range egg. You know the like a free range egg is is still like in a cage. It's still in a small cage. It's a bit bigger than a battery. Um, so I get it. I just get it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Gosh, we've got a load of phone calls. Let's go to David. Good evening, David. Hello. Hello, David. Hello there. Hi. Right. Veganism. My God, what happens when the zombie apocalypse happens? Right? Nobody will give a toss about what they're going to eat. They're just going to be eating sauces, anything that can find the supermarkets. Anyway, are you talking about the? Are you talking about the what the actual zombies will be eating, or the the people, the humans that remain um, unzombified? The, the humans that remain. I'm sorry. It was just that's that's not what I thought. I don't. Here's the thing, though. I I but but hang on, hang on a minute. You've you've not thought this gag through properly. How would a zombie apocalypse stop vegans being vegans? Ah, because they're going to eat them all. Ah, you can still raid the supermarket and get the tin tomatoes or something. All right. If you're going to okay, phone up right. and do a gag with me, David, you've got to think it through a little bit better well, than that. We'll get back to what I was going to call you about. Yeah, go on. Right. So, when you were going on about, like, sort of, we had stuff happening um, on Twitter and things, I had this bloke tell me I, was a, I wasn't a proper Geordie, and, um, right. and he was, like, giving us loads of abuse on Twitter. But then... When I tried to respond, Twitter started cutting down all my choices. What? And, and they just sort of started saying, well, you need to, like, sort of um, review your account and all the rest of it. Does anyone know what... Can I just stop you for a second, David? Does anyone know what this guy's talking about? Anyone? Sam? Catherine? Yeah, your conversation earlier. Yes? That's what I'm talking about. So someone called you not a real Geordie. What did you say back to get your account restricted? 
when I tried to respond, my account on Twitter went all funny, all weird. And, like, I was starting to get abuse from Twitter itself. Twitter was abusing you. Right. Now, wait a minute. I can hear the two years. Years aren't listening to us, what I'm saying. We're trying to listen to it. We're listening, but it's making zero sense. I think the problem is what right. you're saying. Right. We're talking... Uh, your conversation earlier was about abuse. Right. And it was various different... And you were abused by Twitter. No, I was abused by this person on Twitter. When you were having a rant earlier, I was just saying I accepted what you were saying. Right. So that's why I've called in. Could you, could you well, tell us? Just tell us exactly why you've called in because I, I still don't know. They are so old. No, well, you could tell you, the zombie apocalypse. No, tell us what Jesus. Tell us what you've called in for. Donald Trump's. Oh, my God. Yes? Well, did you think he did well, Adia? Where, uh, what? OK, thanks, think... you, thanks for your call, David. I've, I've got no... Oh, I've got no idea. I think the zombie apocalypse has started in his brain. Good evening, Nigel. Evening, guys. How are you, Catherine? Uh, I'm all right. How are yeah. you specifically, Nigel? Who cares? What, what do you want? Very well. Oh, just... I was calling to say hello. Everything all right? Have you, uh, yeah, everything's fine. Cool. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. Bye. <clears throat> you better not be laughing, Susan. You make me laugh. You better not be laughing, Susan, otherwise it's a spank body for you. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm too far away. I've got long arms. Mr Tickle. Not 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 long I want to talk Long please. arms and big palms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Smack him, Catherine. No. Get the whip out. Ooh. Get the whip out. Ooh, Get the so What do you quickly. know about my whip? <laughs> well, I don't know. I think you should get one and give it. I think he'd like it. Yeah. Ian, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, like me, like it. Now, I, I, I want to talk to you. I think Catherine might be able to help me because, Ian, if I talk to you about it, you'll just make a joke about it and you'll irritate me. Um... I'm, I'm nursing a dark secret. Catherine, I'm out of this. You're no, in. I think you just if you can behave, then we can trust I, you. I can't behave. Yeah. I'm nursing a dark secret. Go on, Susan. Since March of this year, I've been having sex with a man who is in a relationship, and he's in a relationship with about ten other people as well. And he has... um, I want to get away from it, but he has this terrific sexual power with me, and the sex is amazing, and I just... I want to stay away because it makes me miserable. I know I shouldn't go with him, but I do. But the sex is... Catherine, can you just give me some t- He's only two doors Sounds away like, from like he's me. giving you some tips. Two doors down. Two, uh, two doors, doors down, down they're laughing and flat. drinking, they're having Susan. Stop it. I told you. Stop it, Ian. Sorry. Shut up. Sorry. Yep, apologise. I'm talking to Catherine, please. Okay, apologise. Right, so hang Catherine, on. So, can you help? Yeah, you know he's having sex with ten, at least yes. ten, at least ten other yes. people. They're the ones yes. you know he's about. Compo- I'm just a burglar. Yes. I'm not like a nonce. He's, he's 
Ian. That's not he, me, that's James a, Whale. I'm just a burglar, I'm not like a nonce. Look, let me get the story out, will you? Shut up! Thank you. Catherine, the thing is, um, he's a compulsive womaniser and he's a compulsive liar. Right. He's oh. a really nasty piece of work, Catherine. You can do it right now, please. Ian! Grab but pussy! It's, I need to get... I need to. I need to just stay away, Catherine. But he's got this. It's almost like he's got a hold on me. You know. Is that wrong? Shut up, Ian. Catherine, can you yeah, talk baby. to me? I'm trying. I'm trying to break through. So all right, darling. Right. Let me think. Right. So you mm. know he's no good for you. Yes. He's a bit of a swine, but he's two. Yes. He's two doors along. How do you? Yes. Do you have to walk yes. past it? I mean, you have yes, to... all the t- yes, all the time, all the time. Can't you go round? Can't you go round the back? No. Can no. he? Well, he wouldn't. He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't go round the back. Well, that's something. No, that's something. He wouldn't go anywhere. To. He walks past my door all the time. And I asked him to use the other entrance, and he said, "I'll use whatever entrance I want." Grab pussy. So he uses he he only uses the front entrance. He will never use the back he entrance. Comes, he passes my door. Is all he the is time. he allowed to use the back entrance? Yeah, no. But he doesn't want the it. Back entrance. He doesn't want the back entrance. There isn't one. What? 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 Oh, what? For God's sake! Right, come on. Serious That's business. Ridiculous. Serious business. There's your clip, by the way. <laughs> And and he's got he's got mirrors all around the room, the bedroom. And I I, I think somebody said he's got a camera and he watches himself doing it. And he um, he's got photographs of my personal area on his phone. And when I went to take a photograph of him, he went absolutely nuts. What? Right. Mm. Oh, this is getting dark, yeah. Susan. This is yeah, getting very dark. Very, very, Catherine. Right. You've very, got to delete Catherine. his. You've got to block his number on your phone. Well, he, what we do is we communicate through another way. We, we leave messages for each other. <gasps> Where? Would, in the electric in the electricity boxes on the on the corridor. And he leaves. We have a signal that we use. What's the signal? Unga 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 unga. See what I mean? I'm. T- I, I knew I'd get this from Ian. It sounds like you're getting it from him as well. Stop it! Serious. <sighs> It's it's horrible, right. and he's his 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 ex wife Catherine. Let me just say, his ex wife she hated him so much. She went to to um, this is true. He told us she went to this sorcerer to put a spell on him. She wanted him to die because he was so horrible to her. A guzzler. Hmm? Right. I've got to word you to stay away from that electricity box. Stay away yeah. from it. Well, stay away from that sorcerer. He oh, sounds rubbish. Oh, but he stinks. It, it, his attitude, he's a really nasty person and he uh, physically assaulted his wife. Well, now we've, now his we've, ex-wife. Now, Lino, who's just texted me on my private number, who says, best call ever. I hope you're going to retract that statement, Lino. Right, so, you know he's no good for you. But you can't... Yes. You've got to resist him. You've got to resist him. I know, but it's so... I know. I know, but... but he just... Remember what he did when you tried to take a picture of his... Oh, yeah. Why do you want a picture of a man's penis? Well, to use as a... To as, get as even, a... Well, I tell you, to get even with him, because he's got a picture of my... Did you sister. let him take... He's got a what? He he's, to... Hang on, hang on. He... Susan, say that, say that again. He's got what? My t- a picture of my foo-foo. 
my 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 business area. The fufu. What do you call it? I don't. I don't have a name for your vagina. Well, what do you call other people? Although I've seen, I've seen pictures of it. No, you haven't seen a picture of my vagina. Could, I can. I can right, draw anyway, it. Right. Anyway, Andy, stop the it. La- the last time, the last time I I went there, he's so paranoid about the, the photograph issue, Catherine. He said, "You're not allowed in the flat with the phone. If you come <laughs> in with the flat, I'm not serious." Wow. Serious. Serious. He sounds like it's all about him. It Come is. on. Well, it is about him. He's mm. very handsome. He was a model. He's very, very handsome. I physically. want to have sex with this guy. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, well if you hang around he, long enough, it'll be he, your turn. By sounds of it. No, he, he, no, he only does women. Oh. Okay. okay. I've got a mouth for a sausage. So, um, who, so who else is he doing? Who are these other ten other people? He gets them off the internet, he gets them off the website, and they're all ages, so one of them is 78. <laughs> and she's half dead. <laughs> so, Ian, Ian, Ian said, Ian, I'm not kidding, I'm not kidding. No. And, and she, you said you wanted to hear from pervs tonight. Well, he's a perv. Oh. He's not phoning you, but I'm phoning about him. Yes. Do you think that's pervy? Because I do. But she's got money. Catherine, she's got money. Has she? Have you got any yeah. money? Or you just got the... Not much, not much. You just Very a, little. You're just a grade-A lover. And I wouldn't, I, I lover. wouldn't give anything... P- pardon? You're just a grade-A lover to him. He's not after anything well, else yeah, well, your, than your body. Exa- yeah. You're he a fanny. He did ask me. He, he would... If, if he could... If he knew I had a bit of money, a little bit of money, he would be after it. <laughs> well, it sounds like he's had your tuppence. So, um... So, do you... I mean, what do you want from him? Do you want to be married to him? Of course I don't. He's horrible. Why are you, why are you letting him take pictures of you? What did you call it? Your, your fr- franjam? Your wangjam? He reached, he, reached, he reached over for the phone, and I, I didn't know what the hell he oh, was doing. Oh, that's not appropriate. He, no. took it, he took it as, before I knew what was happening. No, that's not appropriate. And I said, can you please, can you please hey. remove that? And he said, don't worry, it's only me that's looking at it. No, I said, but I don't no. want it on your phone. No. And then I'm assuming <clears throat> you got dressed immediately and left and never went round there again. Oh, no. 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 Don't victim blame. I'm not victim no. blaming. I'm just saying. That was a violation and you were right to call no. him out it on it. It was a violation. It was completely a violation. She was right to call it, him out on it. But but then... Um, oh. It's just awful. I, 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 just, I just want to block it. But it's that the sex is very good. When he has sex with me... He um, when he when he climaxes, Catherine. He throws his head back and says, "It's so strong." He's um, he gets colours. He sees colours. Wow. He's so he's, so he's not racist. He'll sleep with anyone. Stop it. Well, right, he'll sleep with anybody. Yeah, any okay. age, any any. So what's what's the question? What is it you want? How does she get away from him? I want to, I want to stay away, but I can't. I want to stay away, but when he looks at me, with, with I just go. Where? Uh, to him. Okay. Hmm. And we do it. We have some. Yeah. He's just. He's very, very handsome, and the sex is like very, a, like a baby's very arm. nice. Stop it. What's a picture of my fufu? <laughs> a picture of my fufu. Turn that. Uh, take that off. A picture of Please. my fufu. So. Oh. Oh. Here we go. 
So you don't like him. You think he's a horrible no. person. You know he that he's horrible. putting it about. And, and yeah. yet the, the attraction is too strong to yes. resist. Yes. Yes, Catherine. Yes. Well, you're going to have to move. <laughs> well, she's, she's moving too much. That's the problem. You can't move out. Can you, I mean, yeah. I, much as I'd like to say you're I'd a strong, capable woman and you don't need no man, well, mm, why don't yeah. you get someone else? I'm sure they'd be just as good at doing it. I, I, this is the first time I've ever felt this, such a powerful uh, pull towards sex because normally I could handle it quite well and stay away, but mm. with him, it's so powerful, Catherine, you know, um, and it's not so easy to find someone else because most nice people I know have got the lady anyway in their life, you know, they're, they're just basically not available, so well, I can't. He's not available you know. either. Did you say yeah, he but, sees colours when he orgasms? Yes. What colours does he see? Pink. Gold, purple, um, scarlet. Um, and I said the last time, what colour did you get? So I didn't get any colours this time. Oh. But he throws his head back. And once we did it when he had um, the flu, I just started laughing because I said, if you die, he was really ill, he was really feverish, but he managed to do it. Yeah, good for um, him. He's I a said, fighter. If you... If if you if you if you if you conk out, yes. I've got a stiff on my hands. You Wait, know, and I, I don't well, want the police knocking. So it was it was on your hands, was it? <laughs> could, you could have had a stiff somewhere else. Stop it! It could have been worse. A picture of my fufu. Could have been a lot worse. Oh, Ian, can you take that off, please? You're just being nasty. Can you? Hmm. So, um. Okay. Well. Um, I hope we've helped. I no, think... well, you should give us some no. advice because she doesn't want my advice. She thinks I'm taking the mix. You are a bit, no. so be no. serious. Well, what what advice have you got, Ian? Because Catherine's given me some I'm good trying. advice. I'm trying. Grab yeah, pussy. But I understand what it's like to be in love with an absolute douchebag. <laughs> you see, I'm not. You see, the thing She's is, not in love. I'm not. She's in love. I'm not in love, but I, I do have, I do have feelings for him, mm. which is awful because I know he's a horrible, and he will put a knife in my back. I know he will because he's he's got no loyalty at all in him. He, he's, you know, uh, it's just miserable. I, I just feel miserable, and he's so near. You see, I wish. You, I wish he wasn't so near, and the car's there all the time. It's like it's in my face. You know, it's in my face. This thick. Okay. Well, we, so he's, he's a... got he's got mirrors all around the room, and he watches watches himself. Has he got pink it. champagne on ice? Because it's starting to sound like the Hotel California. Pink champagne on ice. I wish he did. No, he's too mean. Well, just no, cup, you know cup, why? He's got mirrors. Tea. He's looking at his bloody self. That's all he's interested in. Oh he's... yes. Oh yes, Catherine. Oh yes. An outrageous he's man. Narciss- he's narcissistic as well. <laughs> Anyway. Okay. Well. Thanks a lot. Get, yep. You're welcome. No, thank you. Um, give us a call tomorrow. Let me cogitate for 24 hours. No, I can't phone tomorrow because you, it you, won't that, change. You're having, you're, having, you're having it off with him. I'm not. No. 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 I'm not going to. Mm. Okay. I went. I went. I went along the top floor today to get out to, just so that I won't go past his door because sometimes he whips the door open and call. You know, beckons me and. Um, beckons. So, he only, I mean, it's awful. I've never done this before. He he only has to call me and I go... Right, outrageous. You know. Right, here we go. Next time this happens, mm. say no, right? No. Mm. And mm. Just, mm. just tell yourself, I'm not doing it mm. today. And keep tricking yourself. 
that you're not going to do it today, but you might do it tomorrow. And keep going oh. like that. And that way, oh, yeah. you don't have to think about never doing it again, but you just get through today. Okay. Is that okay, Susan? That's good. Yeah, yeah that's really Great good. Advice, Thanks Catherine. for that, Catherine. Well, and Ian, can you remove my, that thing, please, off your... Off the thing, it's so embarrassing. I don't know. know, You know, you know, this conversation is going out on the radio. Yes, I do. And you know, this conversation is is tomorrow night's podcast. Oh no! Thanks for your call, Susan. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. Danny, stay there. You've been waiting for a long time. You'll be in the next call. I promise. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, I've got a barrister on the case now. It's got, John's tweeted again, texted again. I'm going to read it out because it just shows you the insanity. Well, and also we've got a record of it now, yeah. haven't we? So this is the guy who's... Bearing in mind, my last email said that he scared me and made me very uncomfortable. And I've, I don't know if I've used the word scared before, but I've certainly said very uncomfortable before, and I've told him I wanted him to stop. I think I might have said scared before, but I, I couldn't be 100% sure. But the last email, three days ago, definitely said you make me scared. Never... Have I wanted to cause you harm or distress? Okay, well, the last email I sent you three days ago said, you scare me, stop messaging me. So you knew that contacting me would cause me distress. I told you that. I've tried to apologise to you for an isolated action in which I called you a C. I was immediately sorry for this. I used the talk text specifically, so this is the the thing, to contact the show not the individual. Here's the thing, dumbass. I am the show. And Catherine, to a certain extent, I don't mean should disrespect, but you get what, the show is me. Mm-hmm. It's us. I use the talk text specifically to contact the show, not the individual. You get that, and I know you do. Well, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. So who are you asking whether you can phone then? You were trying to go behind his back. That's even worse. You get that, and I know you do. Hey, you idiot. You're an idiot, John. I feel my breath getting short. Fear. That's fear. That's what fear is. I am no threat. I am not an individual that has any interest, any kind of interest in bringing harm or distress. Mate, I have told you, you scare me, you make me uncomfortable, I want nothing to do with you, and you... This is all evidence, by the way, now. You repeatedly contact me. That is causing distress. Let me make it really even clearer, John. Every time you contact me... On Twitter, on email, on text, in whatever way, you cause me distress. Know that. Whether you intend to or not, you cause me distress. I can ask you not to make this a show item again, but do what you will. Thanks for letting me do what I want to do on my show, you dick. I was only ever a fan who had a deviant miscount of which I'm abhorrently ashamed of. That was when he sent dick pics to my, some of my female listeners. And of seek professional help for unsolicited. If you, if you ask for a dick pic, then that's a different thing altogether. Part of my coming to terms with my behaviour has been to try and seek forgiveness. I end my search for this forgiveness and I wish you peace and love. You always end your soppy emails with I wish you peace and love. You don't wish me peace and love. You are a horrible, scary man that makes me uncomfortable. Here's the thing. The eighth and ninth step in the 12-step programme. Eight is uh, we uh, made a list of those that we harmed and became prepared to make amends to to them whenever... And then nine is we made amends to these people... Um, except when to do so would cause harm to them or ourselves or others, right? Here's the thing. If I go and make an amends, 
to someone on my step eight. If I really, if I really piss, if I was really rude to you, Catherine, when I was high on drugs, like really obnoxious, you would be on my step eight. As I need to uh, make amends to Catherine because I was, I was, um, I was aggressive with her. Let's say I was verbally aggressive with her. So I would come up to you. I would, I would contact you if I felt it was appropriate. If there was any fear between you, I probably wouldn't. But I would send you an email or a text, or or, or if we had a mutual friend, I would say, look, I, I really want to apologise to Catherine for the way I behaved three years ago. Um, I'm a different person. I'm working a program. I'm, I'm clean and sober. Um, could you ask her if she'd be up for that? And if she wouldn't, that'd be cool. And then if you said yes, you'd be okay to meet me in Costa or something. I would then sit down and I would explain the situation. I would apologize. Now, several things can happen then. One is, and I've had this, people go, I don't really remember it to be honest. No, no, we're cool. I've had that. One is the person sits there and goes, well, okay, thanks for that. This is how it affected me. And they go into a long list of how they were negatively impacted by my behaviour. And they go, but I appreciate you've changed and I see you're doing the work. And that's great. I accept your apology. Another a third option is, um, I don't think this has happened to me, but it does happen quite a lot to people is, now, nah, mate, you're a dick. It's your business. I hate you for what you did. I want nothing to do with you. Get stuffed. Or- and that's le- just to say quickly about that. That is completely legitimate. If the person that I want to make amends to says to me, nah, you were w- way out of order, I hate you, I've moved on, you're nothing to me, that's fine. Then I have to carry that, and that's fine. Or if they don't respond to you. Yes, The that's power fine. is theirs. The power is theirs to accept your advance or not. That's what the eight and nine are all about. It's the power is with them. I'm trying to make clear up the mess that I made, and if, if that person does not want that mess, is, is, has moved on or is... In a, that's fine, man. So here's the thing, John. You scare me when you contact me. I'm scared. I'm scared for my safety, right? You distress me when you contact me. I get upset. Every time your name pops up, I get upset, right? I want nothing to do with you. Nothing. I've had a nice dude get in touch with me on Twitter who said he can help me um, sort out um, restraining orders and stuff like that. I don't want to go legal. But I'm going to go legal because I have to now. There is no evidence up to this point to suggest to. that the the way we've behaved up to this point is making any difference to your behaviour. So what do we do? So we go legal now, John, and so now we go to the courts. Thanks a lot, because now that's going to cost me a load of money. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, D- Danny, stay there. We'll come to you after the break because uh, we'll give you a fair crack of the whip. It means he's been waiting for an hour, but that's dedication. Um, and, and that is cool. After that, that we got the switchboard is empty. So oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. What a show! D- light and shade. We've had everything. We've had the highs and the lows and the back doors. Everything has been included in the first sixty minutes of the late night alternative. And some people said this show would never last. Are they playing another best of? Of us on Saturday they night. Are, yeah. 10 o'clock Saturday night. Best of. If, if only, if only they pulled their fingers out of their backsides and, I don't know, gave you a show or me a show on Saturday night. Just think what we could do with that. Ah, well, I guess that'll never happen. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We've talked about veganism. We've talked about stalkers. We've talked about Susan's foo foo. You can give us a call about absolutely anything you want. Cost your pennies, probably free. You'll speak to Sam, he will give you a call back. The Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps 
song calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end. When you adventure lies just around the bend. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style. Where we go. <laughs> so another John is a different John has tweeted me. John Watson. Hi Ian, sorry, I missed the first twenty minutes of the show tonight. I heard enough that you're being harassed hassled by someone with my name, John. I'm trying to listen, but it's hard. There may be other Johns like me that suffer suffer some level of paranoia. Uh, 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 right. I can't tailor my show or my uh souls that want to be in touch with me that I don't, to, to 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 cater for every John. And Sam's face just said it all then. Every John and... Sorry, dude. Right? You know if you're harassing me or not, right? Oh, Jesus, die, people! <laughs> John Watson, you get a life. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Right, he's waiting for ages. Let's go to Danny. Good evening, Danny. Oh, maybe maybe he didn't wait ages. Danny? Let me try this one. Someone's trying to... Hey, Danny. Danny? Okay, screw Danny. Uh, what happened? I thought he'd waited an hour. We have no idea if he'd waited any period of time. He may not have waited at all. Um, okay, people are saying, and a few people have said this, uh, the sound on talk radio, I mean, Dan says it, but Dan, Dan's a fruitcake and a bit of a geek. And, uh, anyway. The sound on talk radio has had bouts of being quite bad for the last hour or so. Speech suddenly booms. What are you talking about? And static crack- crackles, then back to normal almost immediately. And now, um, Ray, these are like the real anoraks. Every couple of minutes or so, the audio online distorts heavily, like in- FM interference or shortwave. I tell you what I'll do, uh, 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 Ray and Dan. I'll, I'll have a little look under the table. I-, I can't fix it! What do you mean to do? 
Because the show's too good, and this station just cannot cope with the awesomeness of this freaking show. The awesomeness. Everyone's everyone complaining. Well, they're not. It's two people who want gold stars. There you go. There we go. Well done. Well done. Um, okay, well, Danny's not there, so he's he's uh, on my uh, S list. Um, talks about vegans. I think it's just a whole uh, lame thing of, hey, guys, you know vegans? They're dicks. Let's, let's destroy some vegans. It's easy and it's lazy. And surely we should be living, we should be trying to create a world in a world that is already torn asunder by um, a division of racial and religious and ethnic and political and all these different kinds of views. Surely we should be trying to make it as inclusive as we can. Huh? I welcome my vegan brothers and sisters, my vegetarian brothers and sisters, and my piscatarian brothers. Everybody, man. Everybody's cool. I'm cool with everyone, man. You wanna? You don't want to eat meat or, or uh, animal products? I've got res- I've got nothing but respect for you. Why would someone come on and host a radio show and try and tear these poor people apart? Why would someone come on and this story about this farmer who's been threatened and been hassled by vegans, but then try and say that that's extrapolate that to all vegans it's the same kind of lame men- brain mentality of oh i saw i saw a, a a cyclist jumping through a traffic light so all cyclists are a-holes well you know what i've seen more cars drivers do this it's lazy and it's easy and it's divisive and i've been trying to think i've had this floating around in my head for a week or so as an idea and i can't quite danny's back we will have to wait again now. <laughs> I can't quite crystallise it. I've got this idea for a phone-in, but I don't quite know what it is. And I've sort of mentioned it a couple of times on the air and then not pursued it. But I don't think I have an enemy. I don't think I have an enemy, right? And it seems to be that we're all supposed to have enemies, right? And this was partly, I, I think, goes back to the thing the other day about me not being bothered by Brexit. I'm genuinely not bothered by it. I'm not bothered either way. But yet a lot of people are very passionately bothered by it, either that they want to stay in Europe or they want to come out of, of Europe. So they have an enemy. They Instantly they've got an enemy, which is, is is about half the electorate, half the people who voted. They've got an enemy. OK, so if I were um, passionately, and I did vote to remain, but if I were a passionate remainer, then my enemy would be people like... I'd have loads of enemies. I'd have some great enemies. I'd have the best enemies. I'd have Nigel Farage as an enemy. I'd have um, Aaron Banks and, and, and Boris Johnson and everybody who voted leave um, and still wants to vote leave. They'd be my enemies. Likewise, if I were um, a leave, I'd have, I'd have an amazing amount of enemies. I'd have, I'd have Theresa May. I'd have... Um, all the uh, millennials. The millennials. I'd have Juncker. I'd have all those. So you've got enemies, right? Um, this, this, this. I've, I've not really understood. I don't really understand British politics. So I'm not even going to attempt to get my head around American politics. I don't understand what the midterms are. Right. I understand that there's the House of Representatives and House of Senate, and it's something. One of them's a bit like Parliament, and one of them's a bit like the House of Lords. Mm-hmm. I think, but I don't even really know the difference. I don't even know Parliament and the House of Lords. I don't get that. That's how dumb I am. Oh, no, 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 let me, no, no, let me correct. That's how little interest I have in the minutiae or even the generalisations of politics. I don't really know what the House, House of Parliament, the House of Lords does. I don't know. And it doesn't make me dumb, actually. I retract that immediately. It just means I'm not interested in that. So so I, I, I can't really transpose that to America because I don't understand it. But um, everybody, even people that aren't Americans, have got Trump as their enemy or 
I suppose it's not Hillary now. It's it's the, just the Democrats as a whole. Well, okay. Well, if 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 if, if Trump is your enemy, that's a strong. That's like an evil figure to have. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's almost a biblical bad guy, the giant bad guy who's just just you know knocks things over in his wake and doesn't give a stuff about the damage that he causes. Right. So that's a great bad guy. But if you're on Trump's side, then you've got a whole army of of enemies to have. You've got the Democrats. You've got the fake media. You've got the uh, MSM. You've got you've got all the of these illegal immigrants. You've got the illegal immigrants. You've got the Jews. You've got you've got all of these these things. And I, I was just I was thinking about this the other day after the Brexit thing, and I was thinking about it at the weekend. I don't quite know why. Danny, I will come into come to won't come into you. That's, that, that's going back to Susan's call. I will come to you in a second. Then we have got Dion. Um. I, um, why do you hearing your work getting, we don't expect you to fix it, says Kazkari. It just, it might bother you hearing your work getting distorted. Also, it's really up to talk radio to be keeping everything ticking over. Well, they're not here and I'm not that bothered. If I'm completely honest, it's a shame, I, I, you know, because I, 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 I can't do anything about it. I'm not bothered. Uh, Ray, I don't care. Don't tweet me. Tweet Danny Morris. Tweet talk radio. Don't tweet me. I don't care. What can I do? What is wrong with people? So what I was thinking is, I don't have an enemy. Or maybe I do have an enemy and I don't quite know who that enemy is yet. Maybe I've not worked it out yet. Maybe there is an enemy that I have. So I don't know how to phrase this into a question or into a talking point. So if you're listening to this at home and you're getting anything you think you can sink your fangs into, 0344... Four nine nine one thousand. I guess a good question is, who is your enemy? It's almost like a proper phone-in topic, but I, 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 I quite like it. Who is your enemy, dear listener? Do you have one? Is it something micro, like you know, it's the the lollipop lady doesn't well, doesn't stop for you, but stops for everyone else, or or is it something macro like Trump? I I just don't see so many people. Um, Danny Baker did a really funny tweet yesterday. Americans go out and vote. Belgians, your beer is great. And then just yeah. did a long list Greenland of things. Greenland put on a coat. Yeah. And it just, because those British people, people that I respect, you know, going to America, don't forget, get out there and vote. Jeez. Oh, you know, I, I, I don't have an enemy. And I wonder if my life is better because of that. I suspect my life may be a little worse. This is it. And we get there's a, there's a there's a thread forming. I think my life may be a little worse because I don't have an enemy because I don't have that thing to fixate on. I think my I, I possibly think I'm going to let me hypothesize this and I'm literally just thinking out loud so I don't know. Could it be possible that my mental health would be better if I had an enemy because then I've got a bogeyman I've got a bad guy that I can pin all of the negative thoughts on instead i'm introspectively looking at myself maybe i'm my own enemy yeah. I'm, I'm looking at myself and i'm and i'm thinking and i'm i'm probably over analyzing my life that's what a lot of people in recovery do it's what i think a lot of intelligent people do is they over analyze themselves whereas if i had if i was passionately pro remain or passionately you know anti-trump and i'm saying that that way because that's kind of the way my politics sort of lean if i was passionately that would i be happier there's there it is would i be happier if i had a big enemy no because it's all about powerlessness right yeah, go on. so you talk about your enemy and i think you're right i think your enemy is is that darker side of yourself yeah. that you're constantly trying to keep in check and um 
check and checking up on, you yeah. know, where is it today? How am I feeling? All this, which is something that actually is constructive because you are building something, right? Yeah. If you, people who are not that circumspect know they're feeling powerless about something, yeah. but turn it outwards, mm-hmm. but they're putting it on something that again they have no power over. Yeah. So they're just raging. They've got a target for their rage, but it's something that can never be resolved because they have nothing. They have no means, really, of sorting it out. Mm. So I think you're probably right to um, so, okay. to work on what you can work so on. So here's we go. Here we, here's where we go with this, dear listener. And you may call in. I notice you guys tend not to call in on, on when we do good topics. And we do great topics. We do the best topics. That's cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. We've got Danny. We've got D on in a minute. The D's. It is 11 o'clock on a Wednesday, so it's the D hour. No, see, don't call it that, because we'll get Susan again. Well, I see Cleo's, <laughs> I see Cleo's phone. Cleo, Cleo, that was the C hour. You missed that. So who is your enemy, dear listener? 0344 Is your life better or worse if you do not have an enemy? And who can my enemy be? Let's find an enemy for me. Can I give you another example yeah. of, of who people used to have enemies? It used to be a big thing, and it's still... If you look on Twitter, yeah. there is a certain type of bloke... Yeah. And often he'll have the St George's flag and he'll be banging on about um, snowflakes and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And he will be the archetypal, I'm going to use it, the word gammon, yes, right? Yes, yes, He'll always have a football man. Or he'll always have a football team. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's tribalism. Yeah, yeah. And that was the way people felt tribal before. And now they've got, you know, five or six reasons to feel affronted now. So it's either feminists, feminazis, the vegans, the immigrants, uh, Donald Trump, uh, millennials, basically everyone yeah. that's kind of rocking their boat. Exactly. O3, Before it was Liverpool Football Club. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got Danny. We've got Dion. We've got Cleo. We could have you, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! There's, there's that entitlement. Now I'm getting called out for being ungrateful. Because people are messaging me, telling me that there's static on the show. I can't do anything about it. It's distracting. I've got Twitter up in front of me, right? It's distracting. So I'm doing a nice little th- little thought exercise with Catherine. And people, it's, it's, uh, your signal's not great, Ian. Your signal's great. So I've gone, well, I've said it's distracting. It's rude, or whatever I said. It's not rude, it's just courtesy. Says, says someone. Says, no, it's not courtesy. Why are you telling me? You know, the, you know the Twitter handle for the station and for the boss, at Denny Morris, at Talk Radio. Tweet them. Tweet them! And then someone is, you know, likes to pull a paddy every now and then. Well, um, it feels like the show isn't celebratory anymore. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell him anything. We always seem to get everything wrong. Yeah, you're, you know what? F off, you're blocked. Yeah, F off, you're blocked. You're blocked! Well, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, for years I've been talking about people who are very entitled. You have an entitlement. It's you too. That's who I've been talking about. That's who I've been talking about. That thing of, I really love the act, except when he does it to me. It's you two. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Let's go to... Danny at last. Ian, my friend. Long-time listener. First-time caller. Hello, Kath. Yes. How are you guys doing? None of your business. What you got for us? Oh, that's very rude, but... um, No, it's not. It's not. Your facile question was rude, but carry on. Well, okay. I'm a big admirer of the show. Um, I think you're both wonderful people, and I think you're both great presenters. Um, I just wanted to um, speak to you, Ian, in particular, about reggae. 
what is your opinion on reggae and have you ever been to a, a proper sound system session? Oh, Jesus Christ. How long have you been listening? I thought you were a fan of the show. I am a fan of the show. Well, then you know the answer to that question. I mean, I've, I've heard you talk about reggae in the past. Right. So, what did he say? Right. Well. A biddly uh, biddly bong. It's not what I said. I've got a great I mean, clip. I, 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 I know these... you're into, like, the Beach Boys and the Beatles and I've stuff, got to sort but... these clips out because I've got a great clip for this and I just simply... Stetson. ...cannot find it. Um, I, I hate reggae. I think it's I think it's an awful kind of music. So no, I've not been to a, a, a big fat whatever it was you described. Sound system. No, not, I've not been to a big fat sound system. No. Okay. Well, because because of your age, I didn't know if you'd kind of been to see like Peter Tosh or nope. people like that when they came to England in the seventies, sixties, nope. stuff like that. And I know you're trying to do a dig there, um, but I'm not rising Gen- to it. Genuinely not doing right. a dig. So, well, you think I've been to see Peter Tosh when he came over in the 60s or 70s? Well, you're an idiot then. I thought you'd listen to the show. You said you'd listen to the show. You've never listened to the show before. Well, well I, I, I kind of listen every night. And well, then <laughs> in that case, nervous. why would you be asking? Well, then, well, you've ballsed it up. Why would you then be asking if I'd been to see Pete Tosh... In the sixties or seventies, when I was born in nineteen seventy-three. Oh, well, that's a fair point. That's an excellent. That's the best point. Fair point. Um, okay. Well. Okay. We'll skip my first point, and I. The second point I was going to make was I was wondering. Is it? You do you bring... know Jesus? <laughs> no. 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 I was okay. Gonna, proceed. I was going to ask if you were going to bring the rabbit hole anywhere close to where I live in the east of England. Well. Where, here's the thing. I don't know where you live in the east of England, so you're going to have to give me a little bit more informaziano. Norwich. No. No? Okay. No. Okay. Any reason behind that? Because you're there. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know, Danny. I appreciate looking... the call. I don't know. I, I don't know. We've got, we've got a date in a couple of weeks in Bath. Um, we go we we go all around the place, but it's just a faff sorting it out. So I don't know. Have we been near Norwich before? I'm just looking to see whether we've been anywhere near. Right, let's see. And I'm teasing you, Danny. I appreciate your call, but I know I don't. I was like genuinely Rick. really excited to talk to you. Well, I'm excited. I, listen, I'm just I'm trying to find the clip where it's an old man saying, "I will not go down the reggae route," but I cannot find um, that clip, which is which is. Um... <laughs> Here we go, here we go. Ask me the question about reggae again. Go on. <laughs> Ian, what are your... Uh, do you like reggae, my friend? I won't go down the reggae route. I will not go down the reggae route. We haven't been anywhere near Norwich, no. Do you like reggae? I love reggae. I, I, um, I DJ reggae. I kind of, I've got an incredibly stressful job. It's what I do over a weekend to kind of de-stress. Hey. So you, to de-stress, you do more work. I would have thought any, any form of... Um, Performance and DJing is a performance. Any thought, sort of performance is 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 kind of stressful, isn't it? Live uh, performance. No, sorry. The live performance. Yeah, yeah so I'm a DJ, so I play kind of strictly records. Yeah, um, but is that not stressful? Not at all. I I thoroughly enjoy it. Thoroughly Ray, enjoy Ray it. Murray, you're a dick. <laughs> Stop. This is his tweet to the boss. The online live audio has been distorting intermittently between 10.30 and 11.20. The presenter is clearly not interested in whether he can be heard or not. Well, that's a lie, Ray. What I'm not interested in is people can't speak again. And please, sir, I can't hear it, sir. Can, I can't hear it, sir. Please, sir. 
can't hear it. That's what I'm not interested in. Crybabies. Um, Danny. Do you get paid for this, Danny? No, 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 no. Oh, there you go. You do, you do it for the for the pleasure. Well, good for you. Well done. Well done. Absolutely. But, um, yes, yeah, so we the, will the, we the will come to Norwich, is... and we will um, we will get you to be out. This is what we'll do. We're going to come to Norwich at some point. Find me a venue that holds about eighty people that we can I'll get for that. free or cheap, uh-huh. and we will come and do a show in Norwich. And you, Danny, and I, I mean this sincerely, you will be our opening act. Or, or the act during the inter- intermission. You will be you'll be laying down some fat ones. Or the house band. Yep. I would love that. I yep. would love that. This cool didn't go to plan, but it, it's... Listen, genuinely hands across... The, no, no, I was an ass. Okay, here we go. I'm going to do a step... No, I'm going to do a step eight. Uh, who was I an ass to? I was doing a step ten. It's step ten. Step ten. I, mean, I was an ass to Danny. So I'm going to... Danny, I apologise. What can I do to make it up to you? No, I don't think there's any need to apologise. No, there is. I was an arse to you. I was an arse. I will you. articulate a better conversation when I call in next, when I grow the balls to, and um, I will hopefully... <laughs> you just picked, you picked a night. Um, and I, I've kept going for it now. Uh, uh, seriously, if you find us a venue in Norwich that holds sort of between 50 and 80, a room above a pub, we can get for free or next to nothing, um, cheap, well, cheap, um, then you will, be our, you will be our house band. There you go. How's about that? That's incredible. I would love that. All right, brother. Nice to talk to you, man. Thanks very much. Andrew, take care, guys. Bye-bye. 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 Now, that's a nice guy. Um, Stop looking at it. Stop looking at it. Guess who's just tweeted the station? No. No. Ticket to Ian and Kath's rabbit hole in Bath. Going to Hevel wants it. Half price. It's front row. That's not threatening, is it? Jesus, John. We don't do rows for a start. So... John, that, they might do in the, the Rondo. Rondo. So he was going to come and see our show. A man who, I, who knows I'm uncomfortable when he emails me was going to come and see our show. And now he's telling you that. <sighs> what is going on with these people? Well, let I me mean, just let's take a picture of that. Let's, let's well, we're, we're doing. Let's speak to uh, let's speak to Dion. While I take a picture of that to add to the Ev. Yes, Dion. Good evening, Ian. And is it Catherine? Yes. Is it Catherine today? I, I did not. I never knew that. So yeah. nice to meet you. I'm Ian. I'm Catherine. Thank Come you on, very much indeed. Area. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, enjoying the show. But. Um, Enemies. If you've got any, just put them on a back boiler. Yeah. Don't worry about them until yeah. it happens. Yeah. Okay. Really? Yes. I don't yeah. have any. I don't have any enemies. Um. Well, there you go. So don't worry. Be happy. Well, just just chill out. <laughs> okay, I'm chill. I'm, well, this is what I'm saying. I'm chilled. I don't have an enemy. Maybe life would be better if I did have an enemy. Is that an enemy or an enema? Enemy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to be. Now, yeah. there's so much things going on. Everybody's moaning about things. Aren't they it? just? I've been man. listening to the news all day. I had a couple of friends around tonight. No, you didn't. No one, ca- no one came round. Yes, they did. No one. What were their names? Kyle. And? And Jermaine. And? We just had a 
had a good chat. Kyle and Jermaine came around. Okay, I mean, (laughs) why is this show taking a really dark turn? I know why, because we've got a stalker and we've got idiots. Why is it there's a real dark vibe now? Can we get... Right, this is what we need. Say there, Dion. This is what we need. Can we get, like, a white witch or something just to... Someone's put a hex on the show tonight. I feel I feel a hexy vibe, right? So can, can we get a white witch to come and... Um... We need some sage. Right, John, I'm going to well, the police. Hang on a minute. John, I'm going to the police. You, 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 you're tweeting me now. I've told you not, not to contact me. Actually, going straight after this show, I'm phoning the police. Anyway, we... Rick. One of us tonight told a really good joke, and it's clean. Okay, I bet it's not a good joke. This is where the dark vibes is coming from. It's coming from you, O'Sullivan. Stop messaging me. Stop it. Yes, I'll tell you something. What is with a lot of presenters on your station? They love, the, they love their own voice rather than anyone. <laughs> well, it's their job. Yeah, it's their job, Dion. Thanks so much for calling, mate. Really appreciate it. There we go. Let's go to Adam. Good evening, Adam. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm not bad. How are you guys? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> yes. It sounds like you're having a fun night. Oh, it's got. It's, it's a got, lively it's, one. It's got dark. It's got dark. Um, there we go. Oh dear. What can we do for? I'm. I'm going to focus on you, and I'm. Um. And I love you, brother. You're my brother. We speak from another mother. I like that. It's a good line, the brother from another mother line, isn't it? Um, uh, it's a cracker. It's a great, it's a really beautiful line. Um, and I'm, I'm all yours, baby. Take me, I'm yours. What you got for us? I'm just ringing up to say I did the whole geocaching with my kids when I had them. Yes, man! How did it go? Oh, they loved it. Didn't they? Didn't they just? Yeah. I live in a really rubbish town, but luckily enough, within 20 minutes, half an hour drive, I've got, like, loads of countryside and more land and stuff, and there's loads up there. Yeah. And they were out there, were they? How many, oh, how many geocaches did you find? Uh, seven. <gasps> wow, wow. This, this guy is hardcore. He knows the score. Well done, man. He was my little lad more than anything. He, yep. he loves rooting for everything. <laughs> how, remind me how old your little one is. My son's five, my daughter's seven. There you go, you see. And this is this is the joy. We went to the Roald Dahl Museum. Spoiler alert, guys. I'm going to tell you where there's a geocache near the Roald Dahl Museum, right? it's um, You go out and it's 56 yards up on the right feet. And there are two old petrol pumps that don't work anymore. They're just kind of outside this shop. And you've got to put your hand up inside one of the petrol pumps and reach around, and there's a tiny little micro one. And the boys were thrilled. And it is it's that excitement, Adam, of yeah, rooting they around. They love it, man. Oh, they did. were through bushes, under rocks, everything. They didn't care. <laughs> There we go. If you come back, you look like you'd be rolling in mud for a week. And that's, but that's exactly what they should look like. That's exactly what kids, five and seven year olds, should look like. They're covered in mud and uh, my, one, my my boy ripped his t shirt, and my, the eldest went, "Oh, you're in trouble now." I went, nah, he's not. We'll buy another t. It's fine. He's he's getting filthy and playing. You you are little boys. This well, I think children being children. Yeah, exactly. It's good fun. Oh, I'm glad. Did you have, did you have a good weekend then, Adam? I, did, I had them. Well, mine broke up like a week after everybody else's. Yeah. So I had them till the Thursday. So I took them trick or treating as well. Oh man, beautiful! You've lived. You've lived. Um, uh, I've just gone deaf in my right ear. You've lived the uh, the dad dream this weekend or th- that weekend. Yeah, we're a good one. Perfect. Well, nice one, man. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I really appreciate you letting us know about it. Yeah, it's good. Nice one, Adam. Thank you, man.
Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, bye. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. It's the Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. 03444991000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Thank you to everyone who says they can hear the show. They're having a great time. <laughs> Very dark show. We're desperate. We're desperate for a white witch. I think tonight's show has been hexed. That can, that's the only thing. Well, you went deaf just then. Huh? That's the only thing that can explain this vibe that's emanated. Because we're all in a positive place. We're in a loving, happy place. Uh, it's not. It's, we're nowhere near a full moon. No. Nowhere near it. Um, so what we need is we need a white witch or an exorcist to lift the vibe. What do they call it? Smudging. Sorry? When they use the sage. Cock smudging. No. I don't know. Smudging? don't know what that is. Sm- uh... When they, you know, they'll go and kind of get the negative vibes out of a house or whatever, remove hexes and that. Um, I don't know. There'll be someone listening who okay. knows what I'm talking about. If you're a smudger, then please, 0344 <laughs> 499 Good evening, Cleo. Hello, folks. Hello, Cleo. Don't ask. Oh, boy, don't boy, ask. Don't ask. Yep, just, okay, let's just dive straight in. What do want to say there? Don't ask. Yep, let's just dive straight in. All right. Um... Enemies, have you had any as an adult at all? Hmm. Yep, yeah, um... I'd not that I can remember, no. No, same here, but I've had rivals and stuff at work, but sort of... Rivals? Enemies, I think it's like the... Yeah, people like vying for... social positions or trying to... muck your life up type thing at work. Yeah. But, um... I can't imagine, I can't remember any enemies since being at school, basically. It's quite a weird, because when you, when you mentioned it yesterday, enemies, I was like, ooh, get <coughs> my mind off. And I've had no enemies at all, apart from myself. And that I surprises suppose. me. I think you could probably find a few enemies. I think I probably could. Maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's the thing. I don't, I maybe might not consider other people as enemies, but who's to say whether they consider you was an enemy? I don't know. I think you have to be joining in to be an enemy. Yeah, I suppose. You can't be someone's enemy if you're not doing anything. <laughs> Can you? Yeah, I suppose. Like. Yeah, but, I think um, you're right, I. But, but you, I don't... You, 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 the person who is your enemy to you doesn't have to be aware of it. They don't have to know about it, do they? I thought there had to be some, like, dastardly deeds being done. Some beef. Yeah. Well, no, but but for example, Trump isn't aware that you know um, uh, so the only Trump isn't aware that you know that for example that Sam hates him. For example, I don't know if Sam does. I don't know. Sam loves Trump. Yeah, but but you know he isn't aware of that. They don't. It's more about the the, the what he power. represents. The power is is for the person who is sees that other person as the enemy. Mm. That's the that's the the feeling. That's the feeling. I could see. I could see you. All right. No, I tell you what. Okay, right. For years, for a while. Okay. No, maybe I did have an enemy. For a while, I saw Ricky Gervais as the enemy, right? Because I and I was talking to um, I saw Richard Coles today, the Reverend Richard Coles. I went to his vicarage for lunch. We had a lovely lunch, and we were talking about rivalries and um, things like that. Gosh, that that man can swear. That man's got a potty mouth. (laughs) Let me tell you. Um, And and we're talking about this. And and for a long time, I saw. Gervais is an enemy because I perceived that he had, in inverted commas, stolen my career 
That's what I saw it as. Mm. Um, and so I, get, I, I would sit at home and I would, would fume silently, and sometimes not so silently, that um, I hated him and, and, you know, and I couldn't watch any mm. movies. He made anything like that. So I, and, and Gervais never knew anything about that. And I'm cool with it now. You know, Gervais never knew anything about that. So the, the person who is perceived as the enemy doesn't need to have any knowledge about the fact that they are an enemy. Mm. I think. I think. Yeah, but that, well, that not just mean you're just envious. Well, but envy, well, okay, well, we're, we're playing the old semantics game there. Well, you, yeah. I think to have an enemy, there's got to be some sort of conflict, hasn't there? No, no. No? No. no. Thanks for that. If you, hey, listen, if you find the vibe, send it back. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Have you got anything? I've got loads. Let's have it. Let's have a, let's, let's have a little bit of uh, Katarina Boyleski. Would you like great big balls or massive bums? Um, well, we've had... Um, is the question a lot of plastic surgeons are asking? I see. But I have got two different stories with those very items in them. Um, so. then, then let's... Um, I'll, I'll, tomorrow I'm sorting these these keys out because I really want to be able to just quickly go... A picture of my fufu. Um, okay. It took a while. So anything you want, go on. Man dies after injecting silicone into his testicles for sex cult game. Doesn't sound like fun. Um, OK, but, uh, okay. there's so many things. There's a sex cult? Yes. And they have games yes. that involve putting silicon in your ballsack? A man has died after filling his testicles with silicon as part of a cult sex game. Well, that's different, mate, in the mirror, whoever wrote this article. Sex cult is not the same as cult sex. A cult, a cult sex game. Yeah, so the, the game, the sex game is, is, is cultish, and it means a lot of people are doing it. A sex cult game is a game played within a, cult, a, a sexually depraved cult. Jack Chapman... 28, died in Seattle after he injected a large amount of fluid into his private parts. His death certificate listed silicon injection syndrome as one of the four causes of death, as well as three lung-related issues. Ah. The Australian, who was also known as Tank Haffertepen... Oh, yeah, Tank Haffertepen, yeah, yeah. ...previously posted pictures of himself with enlarged genitalia. Within large genitalia? With enlarged genitalia. Not within large (laughs) genitalia. Within large... Genitalia. With enlarged. Okay. Abnormal swelling, penile distortion are side effects of silicon injections, which can lead to fluid accumulation and bleeding in the lungs. Of My course. God, do you want to see a picture? Of his balls? Okay, well, he's wearing... It looks like he's got a melon down his pants. He's wearing pants, though, so that's, that could be anything. Um, They're all doing it. Well, boop, boop, I, I see, boop. the thing is, I could play that game, but, but not actually do it. You shove a, uh, an armadillo down there. <laughs> There have been a number of deaths reported after people injected silicone into their buttocks. And while silicone injections into male genitalia is less common, it's no less dangerous. Oh, I wonder if that's... um, Because we talked about this. So is that the new thing, then, making your balls bigger? Because we we talk about how um, uh, boob jobs in the 80s were, mm-hmm. were considered freakish and abnormal and very American and we never... Now you get a boob, your boob job done in your lunch. I'm exaggerating ever so slightly. Actually, I don't know if I am. Maybe you could. Um, and now, but, but breast jobs enlargements, they're completely normal and, and seen as such. Um, and well, I unless of, you want them to not be seen as normal. Well, they, you, can be, you can put them in and make sure they yeah, don't but no, look but I'm natural. Saying, no, but I'm saying boob jobs are seen as normal, oh, yeah. which I don't actually agree with. I, I do think we should treat them 
uh, as an abnormality. You know, th- th- I think any invasive surgery should be perceived as an abnormality, you know. Um, but, but now bum jobs have crossed the line and are now de rigueur. But so where else are you gonna uh, where else are you gonna um, inject your balls? Yeah, the guys are getting your clitoris. Oh my god! And enlarge. I bet that'll be a thing. I can enlarge your clitoris for you, ladies. Um, I bet that's a thing. I'm going to Google it. Uh, Mr. Chapman was part of a homoerotic master-slave relationship oh, in the yeah. San Francisco gay community before moving to another in Seattle. Popular gay community blogger Dylan Hafterpen played the master role to members of the BDSM group. He introduced Mr. Chapman to his extreme fetish of body manipulation and master-servant role-play. Linda Chapman, Jack's mother, found the contract that set out the full terms of Jack's relationship with Dylan. It indicated that Dylan was the master and Jack one of a number of pups who had to obey him. The pup's body and mind were said to be the exclusive property of the master while the pup had no identity other than the one given to him by the master. Mr Chapman was forced to take Dylan's surname, sign over his salary, cut off contact with anyone outside the group and wear a chain oh, round his neck. Financial domination yeah. is, uh, is a thing. Is a thing. But this is financial thing. and physical. So he was not allowed to talk to anyone else either. Wowzers. God, how um, awful. Is the G-spot the clitoris? No. Okay, because you can get the G-spot amplified. Um, um, surgeons inject the G-spot with collagen, causing it to swell to around the size of a, of a five-pence and quarter, it says here. So it's, I don't know it's a ten-pence piece. It's a fast procedure taking 15 minutes from start to finish. Um, there is... Um, clitoral enlargement. God. Clitoral enlargement methods are forms of body modification that have, this is from Wikipedia, that have the potential, Sandra, you'll be up next, that have the potential to enhance the size of the clitoris and increase sexual pleasure. Um, okay, so the, 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 the purpose, okay, we can, I think we can imagine why. Uh, the methods. Use of androgen-containing creams, androgen-containing creams on the clitoris. Systematic use of testosterone for an extended time. Use of, and this is an idea of a Christmas present for maybe your mums, a clitoral pump. Oh, my God. Um, You can also inject saline. Don't, Don't be messing with it. It's so... It's so... Such a delicate piece of equipment. Why would you risk wrecking it? Well, from Amazon.com, for just $17.70, you can get um, a California Exotics Butterfly Clitoral Pump. Oh, my God. Multi-speed, uh, easy finger grip, powerful vibrations, and a suction cup with stimulating ticklers. Uh, it runs on two double A's. Uh, That's not to make it bigger, though, is it? The Butterfly Clitoral... Clitoral... clitoral uh, it's a pleasure... Um, that's pleasure. That's pleasure. That's that's for pleasure only. You recognise that quite quickly. Well, I just I can understand how that would might work. Um. Okay. I don't really understand. I can't get my head around it. Um. Sorry. Let me do that again. Can't really get my head around the clitoris. Uh, let's go to Sandra. Good evening, Sandra. Hi, Ian. I just wanted to apologise two weeks ago. I just had a hellish, hellish week. So um. No. I'm sorry, there was somebody, somebody on the phone, there was um, a fundamental question going on about, you know, um, how life would be easy if you believed in God and things like that. Well, yes. 
I mean, I've been diagnosed with quite a serious illness. Um, my friend's in hospital. Yeah. I would love to know, you know what I mean? What kind of God would allow that to happen? Well, I know... I try to be positive, as you know. Yes. You know what I mean? But there comes a point, you know what I mean? You just think... I, I know the argument, uh, the Christian argument for people being in hospital. Um, mm-hmm. th- th- there are several arguments. Um, uh, the the, the bigger, biggest one is that person is there to learn that lesson. Mm. That's the argument. And to teach those around teach them. Teach those around them. Um, and also, you know, the reason that kids die of starvation is because um, God has given man choice and we choose not to fit. Anyway, um, I don't, I don't, uh, but I hope you don't think this is rude. I don't know why you're, apo- I don't remember why you're apologising. Oh, I, know. I think I was just like in a bad place at that time and when I heard that guy in the radio I just couldn't, I couldn't you know what I mean I was having a moan so. okay. well, you, well you're welcome to have a moan I don't, I, I, I appreciate your apology it's accepted, the fact that we don't remember what the apology is um, directed at shows that it couldn't have had that big okay. an impact on us so we, we, we graciously and gratefully accept your apology Sandra and welcome you're part of the uh, late night alternative gang once again thank you so how's thank everything you. going though you you still struggling a bit a wee bit yeah I, I, I took my boys to see um, a good play last tonight though um, you know the bank robbery one the bank robbery the ba- play. The, it's a play that went wrong. They've got a new one called um, a, 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 a play about a bank robbery, and it's very, very funny. Oh, I, I, no, I've not seen. Okay, I've not seen the play that went wrong, but I've heard that that is very funny, mm-hmm. and, and the team behind that, I believe, I've, I don't mm-hmm. know, but I've been led to believe are creative geniuses mm-hmm. that are doing something mm-hmm. a little bit different. Yeah. In the stuffy world of theatre, and that has to be applauded. Yeah. And it was it was mm-hmm. fun. Did you all enjoy it? It was great. Just just seeing the final laugh, and you know what I mean. You just you laugh you laugh very rarely these days, so just seeing them laugh was wonderful. There's something um, uh, there's something very exciting. I made sure from a very young age that my kids went to see mm-hmm. live performances, whether it be uh, theatre or bands i took them to see bands i remember took my my i think the first gig i took my eldest to was to see brian wilson at the palladium god he must have been six i want to say he must have been six and some people went well he's just a bit young to take him but i just wanted i knew from an early age that i I knew that he'd dig it and and there's something isn't there about seeing people do stuff live in front of your eyes where it could all go wrong Mm-hmm. It's exactly, exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. It's, it's, it's... I know. We're going to see War of the Worlds at the end of the month as well. But... War of the Worlds with Jeff Lynne. Yeah. War uh-huh. of the Worlds. The chances yeah. of anything coming from Mars are a million to one, but still they okay. come. Yeah. Well, no, good. Good. That. Sounds like you're doing a good job as a mum, Sandra, and that's all we can I'm ask. I try my best, but please, fundamental questions, just think. Try telling my son, you know what I mean, who was born with his condition. Yeah. He's not teaching anybody a lesson, and it's causing him a lot of pain yeah. and distress. And I would rather he had a, an ordinary life. 
Well, yeah, 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 I get that. I, I would also say, I, w- I would, you know, fundamental Christians, possibly, yeah. I would anybody that um, mm-hmm. that tells you um, how or why or tries to justify the mm-hmm. injustifiable, I just think, just take a look. I've had loads of that today on Twitter. Yeah. Loads of people telling me what I should be doing, what medicine I should be taking, why I should be. Ah, jog on. But you know why? They're jog not, on. They're not doing it for you. They're doing it to reassure themselves yeah, that yeah. there is there is justice and right in the world. You're doing yeah. you're doing the best you can, Sandra. And it sounds like you're doing a brilliant job as a mum, and everyone else can jog on. Okay, thank you. All right, well, I'm really sorry, anyway. Okay, okay, it's no worries. We're cool, man. We're yeah. cool. It's done. It's gone. Thank you, Sandra. I appreciate it. What did, what did she do? I don't know. No, I she's don't obviously know. feeling rotten about it, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's done. It's gone. It's finished. Also, props to her for ringing up and apologising. Yeah, that takes a lot. That takes balls, man. That takes balls. Um, I'm really good now at phoning up people and apologising or going back to places where I've had a little argument. And uh, I tell you what, um, a few weeks, about a month ago, my boys were over and we went to the sex shop, computer exchange because I, I bought a controller and it didn't work so I went to the local, my local shop and just wanted to swap it and um, they and I'd parked where I shouldn't have parked and so it was a rush and I thought we could just go in and go look this doesn't work can I swap it and we went in there and the guy was going I can't swap it because I need it's going to take like half an hour because I need to test it and I said dude I bought it yesterday it doesn't work and they said well it's got different serial number to the one on the thing and I was getting really arsy yeah. and then in the end he went do you know what we'll swap it we'll swap it we'll swap it go and get him a thing and uh, the, the last controller had just been sold to the guy next to me. And I was rude to the guy. I was really rude to the guy. And then we were in there three weeks later because the boys wanted to buy some Skylanders. And I saw the guy there. And this is, the, this is the, where I'm at now in my life, right? I saw the guy there. And I thought, oh, jeez. And I had that, kind of that sinking. Oh, man, I've got to go and apologise to him. And we le- we went in there and we didn't get what we wanted, so we left. And I didn't apologise to him. And I was walking around town thinking, "Nah, it doesn't feel right. I, it doesn't feel right." And we, so we went back to the shop, and I just just went, "Dude, I'm just going to say, three weeks ago I came in, I was having a lousy day, but that wasn't your concern. And the way I spoke to you was out of order." And he sort of looked at me and went, "What?" I said, "I I, I was rude to you. I was short tempered with you. You were doing a great job, and you, I, I had no reason to speak to you. And I just want to say I'm really sorry." And he said, "Oh." Oh, oh! I, 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 I don't remember it at all. Um, I'm used to it because people are always rude to me. And oh. I, don't, I don't remember it, but that's really kind of you to apologise. And mm. I said, and, and when he said people are always rude to me, I went, oh, why don't you f off then? It's <laughs> a joke. It's a little bit of a joke. And he laughed. We laughed, and um, and it was cool. And that was the right thing to do. So I'm getting really good at going back and apologising to people. The next lesson is to not put myself in situations where I need to go and apologise to people. That's the next lesson. Yeah. But I'm, that's all right. That's a good place to be in. The age of 45. Know that I've upset someone and it is it is unjustified. Um, th- th- there are times when upsetting people is justified. And, and I'm also learning to acknowledge the times where it is justified and stand by that. Yeah. Then you go over that bridge and end up in Cathville, which is people say stuff to me and I... Smile it off, yep. and then carry the resentment round that I should that I should have stuck up for myself for yep. a long time. Yep, 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 yep. Before yep. thinking, no, no, I was right, I was right, I, I stayed cool. But actually, they were flipping horrible. Um, I don't know. I can't do this with this dude keeps texting me. Can't do this with this dude texting me. Can we me. block him? <sighs> Let's block him. Can we block him? Yeah. John, I'm going to take a picture of it because I'm going to send it to my brief tomorrow. I can't do the show. I can't do the show with a guy that scares me constantly, messaging me. 
can't do it. Let's go to lovely Lisa. Hello, lovely Lisa. Hi. Hey, Lisa, how you doing? Yeah, I'm great. Uh, I just wanted to respond back to what Catherine was saying about people being poisonous inside and projecting it to the outside world, really. I thought that was a great comment. Catherine's the best, isn't she? Yeah, she is. She's great. Hey, Catherine's just come back because she, um, she was... Go on. Lisa, Lisa wants, to, wants to have a little chitty chat about some, right. something you said, some wisdom that you threw out there. Oh, God, what did I say this no, time? No, it's good. It's a good one. Go on, Lisa. She's here now. Um, just what you were saying about how people... Um, rather than accepting what they've got going on inside, mm. they project as the outside world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that, I mean, that's the big problem in the world. <laughs> it totally is. It's got to be someone else's fault because it saves you from actually looking at what's wrong within you and what you can do about it, right? So if, yeah. you're, if you're angry about some big monolith or, you know, big business or big farmer or uh, Donald Trump yeah. or another football team, it's got nothing to do with you, has it? What can you do? Oh, no. Yeah, you're totally distracted yeah. by what's going on with them yeah. rather than what's going on with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, think that was, yeah I thought that was a great point. Oh, thank you. And, Lisa, <laughs> what, what, Lisa, how do you generally get on with people? Um, probably a lot like you. I mean, that's why I listen to your show. Oh, man. I just, I don't know, I don't know how to do it. If I could live a life where I, I saw my boys and I, uh, I saw my, kind of my closest two or three friends and that was it. That would just be the dream. I could live with that. Oh, you get bored. No, I wouldn't. I've got my yeah. books and my poetry to protect me. I'd be great. I would yeah, love it. Yeah, that's kind of what I... <laughs> I choose my friends very selectively. Um, <laughs> I, I used to be a lot more social when I was younger, because mm. I thought I had to be. But um, now I'm very selective and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the same. I think that happens to a lot of people as you get older. You realise you haven't got time for messing about with people, you know, people who aren't <laughs> worth the time, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I've got, I've got the greatest friends now that I've ever had before because I'm more selective. Yeah. And we always have a great time, yeah. and that's because I know they're good. <laughs> they're good people. Do you remember the, the, being a kid, and actually probably into my 20s and probably part of my 30s, that thing that you would do where you would try and impress people so that they would become your friends. Imagine doing that. I don't know how old you are, Lisa. I'm guessing you're a similar age to us, maybe late 30s, early 40s. Mid-30s. OK, right. well, well done for correcting me. But, but imagine doing that. Imagine now, Catherine, doing that thing of trying to impress people so they become our oh, friends. Oh, they're not worth it. It's just not worth it, is it? <laughs> Hang on a minute. What was the conversation we had in the kitchen earlier? What was that? About Beverly Craven. Oh, no, Beverly Craven's different. I want, I want this, <laughs> Lisa, I want the singer, Beverly Craven, to um, invite me round to her house for dinner one night. Yeah, he wants to be a friend. He wants to impress her and be... Her no, friend. But, no, but people Same as you that, with Richard Coles. No, 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 no. But people... That, she's like a good person. And I guess thank you. Be, you know. Thank you. Lisa gets it. Lisa, I don't know if you're free Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock at night, because, because <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. wavelength. I'm talking about the people that aren't worth it, the cool people that yeah, are a-holes. Thank All you. Right. The Breakfast Club is what I'm talking about. Uh, Those yeah. kind of guys. Yeah. Lisa? Oh, yeah, I've got no time for that now. You've got what, Sorry. I'm too old for the egocentric uh, breakfast club people now. I can't be bothered. Tell me about it. Uh, Lisa, nice to talk to you. Thanks for calling. We'll speak again. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. 0344. 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. 
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for a living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies. Get some of the guy on a bandage in my knee. I'm my fault from the tall building. I might go a new car. Cause the girls don't come and they make look such a star. Spent much time in school, but I told ladies, boy, hey, it's true, I have my body out the bay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl's teeth, going up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only No idea what was going on there. There is something. That, can we get engineering on the case, Sam? That was. I'm trying to sit on my leg, but I'm so old and overweight. I cannot do that now. That was. I had no idea what happened there. You're a funny. What the hell is going on with the signal tonight? You're a funny. Well, that is not great. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to, um, it's Simon. Hey, Simon. Yeah, jazz hands. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. I'm waving my jazz hands. Yes, me too, buddy. Let's get the fight. The, the first hour was, was, was popping and a shuffling. The second hour was kind of dark. Third hour, let's go to the light. With your jazz hands. Yes, man. Go on, what you got? <clears throat> Right, well, I was, I was going to go quite deep, right? Steady. Well, yeah. Uh, just I'm glad I'm not following... my foo-foo. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm glad I'm not following Susan. Um, right. Now, imagine you're driving a car, OK? Uh, OK, I'm imagining driving a car, sir. Yes, sir! OK. Now, the guy in front of you does something stupid. Yeah. Slams on his brakes, uh, cuts in front of someone else, whatever... You look at that guy, and in your mind, and I may, if I'm wrong, tell me, but in your mind, that guy becomes a bad driver. You are a bad driver. You shouldn't be on the road. Yeah. Idiot. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. And for eternity, even though you'll forget it and move on, but for eternity, in your memory bank or in your brain box, that guy has got a label over his head now. Yeah. He is a bad driver. Yes. Right? Yes. But the thing is, when I make a mistake on the road, because I'm human, right, I still think I'm a good driver, but I'm prone to mistakes. And yet there are people out there that will have that label on me. Well, also, it's difficult for us to acknowledge when we've driven badly ourselves. We may be driving badly, which might cause someone else to do something, and we we blame them for it, not our bad driving. Yeah, but 
regardless of regardless of that point, the point is one of the parties involved has just made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, no malice, no intent, no stupidity intended, anything like that. No. Just a pure mistake. Yes, man. But but, but that person then becomes has, has a, a label put above their head. This person is a bad driver. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. People. Okay. What makes a person a bad person, and why do bad people not know that they are bad and want to rectify it? Sorry, what? Right, so so I'm just sort of going on a vibe of what you were saying before, before um, yeah. the news, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Right, right, right. So, so we all we all know people, yeah? Do you, know... do you mind if I eat a Mars, chomp on a Mars bar while you... Uh... You do this. You you chomp away. I, chomp need some, away I need some sugar. Yeah. By the way, I found oh, well. I found that the computer is broken, Catherine. Listen to this. A picture of my fufu. Does that? I mean, and also, it, this there's something that's not quite right with the computer. A picture of my fufu. Oh God! That makes it sound oh, so much no. worse. I can make it worse. Oh, I can make it sound a lot worse. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. my foo-foo. What a thing. Listen, um, Ian. Yeah? Be careful with all these sound effects, because you're starting to become like someone else that I have listened to in the past. I was doing sound effects before he ever did. And yours are much better, let's face Thank it. Thank you very much, much indeed. Yeah. Can, can I just oh. try and get this out? Get it out! <laughs> oh my god! You, you, you know the, the trouble with this radio station is a lot of your presenters like sound their own voice. But anyway, so um, we all know people, yeah. Yeah, we all I know people, yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't matter who you are, what circles you move in, what st- social standing you are in life. You know people who are who you would class as bad people. And you know people who you would class as good people yep. or your friends, right? Okay? Correct, yes. The people that you class as bad people, there must be other people in the world that class those bad people yeah. as yeah. good people. So the question is, is there any such thing as good people and bad people? And why don't bad people know that they are bad people? Yeah. And, and as such, try to rectify it. Did the Nazis... Here's the thing. Did the Nazis know... They were the bad guys. I would say that some of them probably did, and others probably didn't. Mm-hmm. Now, did the ones that didn't know, are they still bad? If what they're doing, if they're doing what they believe to be the right thing. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? I think I do. I think everything, I think everything comes down to intent. And intent is not necessarily what we take from people right. i think we we are more inclined to take um a person's actions yeah as being that person like for example right think, uh, my, my head is i'm enjoying this right this is the kind yeah. of conversation i would have when i was a stoner um yeah but but now i'm completely straight um and have been for months uh, my head is ex- my head's like fizzing a bit. I, I, yeah, there's smoke is, coming out my eyes. I've often thought this because it is a real head doer, right? Yeah. So, like for example, now there is a guy 
going to what you were saying about enemies, okay? Yeah. There is, there is, well, there's two people in my life who I would consider basically no better than what you step in, okay? Now, obviously, those people are that to me. I may well be that to them. Right. But there are people in both sets of those, those parties, there are people in those worlds yes. who think the world of those people. Right. But, yeah, there are also people who can read. <laughs> Hang on a minute. No, because I'm lost. I'm going to be... All right, cards on the table. I'm lost now. If you are following... And I, it's, it's, I don't think it's you, Simon. I think it's me, right? I think, I think the last hour broke my brain. If you are following what Simon is saying, dear listener, and you can explain it in a way that stupid old me can understand it, 0344... <laughs> Four nine nine one thousand. Seriously, I think my brain. I think in the last sixty minutes, my brain is melted. I'm doing my own head in here. Believe me. <laughs> why? Why aren't you working? I am working, but there's nothing doing because nobody takes taxis anymore. No. Because of the economy of this country, blah blah bloody blah and Brexit. But that's enough of that. I um, I don't know if you remember. I gave my phone number out to one of the listeners to the show a couple of days ago. Yeah. I How's that going? It's going really, really badly. Um, it's going really badly. Look at these. Look at this number of messages I got earlier on. He was doing a quiz night, sixth form quiz night. Oh so I, so I got all of that, all of that. Well, of course you did. I got a video call at te- at um, eleven minutes past ten. A video call at twenty nine minutes past ten. A video call at five minutes to ten. A video call at ten fifty nine. A video call at one twenty eight. A video call at seven forty five. And. I spoke to him four times on the phone, I, and I, I met his family. What? I met oh his family, God. and I said, "Sadiq, man, he, he's going. Why do you, why do you not get up till late?" And I said, "Dude, because I, I I don't finish the show until one, then I get home at uh, 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 half two, and then I get to bed about three, half three, so I don't get up until about eleven on a good day." And he's going, "Well, you know what you need to do." And I said, "What?" He says, "You need to go, you need to finish the show at 10. I said, but Sadiq, the show starts at ten. He said, well, then it'll be it'll be really short, wouldn't it? And I couldn't argue with that. I think there's something not quite right there, don't you? I think he, I think he's got a very. I think he's a, he's a really nice lad. Yeah. But he sent me about. He was doing a quiz night, right? And he sent me easily fifty WhatsApp messages. And then he asked for Amir Khan's phone number. I'm tempted to give it to him. Um, and I just said, dude, you're sending me too much stuff. I've got to block you. Oh, no, don't block me, man. So, uh, you know, he's a nice uh, lad. I don't know, he might be using you to get to Amir. Yeah, it could be. I think he just likes phone calls. Because then he was saying, I said, look, if you want me to change the time of my show, you've got to speak to my boss, Denny. And so he went, what's his phone number? He said, what's his phone number? And I said, here it is. <laughs> At this, I've given him Denny's number. Uh, Hang on a minute, we've got some calls. So these people might be able to explain. Okay. Katie. Hi. Hi, Katie. Have you been listening to Simon? Yeah, I have. I think I've got the gist of it. Can you explain it to me? Basically, I think... Go. Here we go. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think what he's saying is, everyone's human, we all make mistakes, and it's all subjective, like, the people that you hate... Or obviously in your case, you don't have anyone. But people you hate, they have people who like like the mums you love them. Do you know what I mean? No, you're wrong. Oh. Oh. 
Well, that, that's not what you were saying. <laughs> let's, well, let's I don't know what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> no. it's so difficult to follow. <laughs> well, let's let's okay. Well, let's in, let's uh, let's explore Katie's idea. It, it, do, do you stand by what you've just said, Katie? Yeah, that like what my interpretation of what he said was that everyone's human, we all make mistakes, and like. So even yeah. Hitler, even Hitler had a mum that loved him. Even Hitler's mum thought yeah, he was a nice yeah, lad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I suppose. Well, I don't know whether she did. Well, Eva, we, Eva Brown thought it was all right. Well, well, we don't know. But one, I don't know when when Hitler's mum died. I would imagine he, she died before World War Two. I'm mean, a lot of supposition here, but but for example, I can't imagine. Um. Well, here's okay. You you bring us to a really interesting point, Katie, because I have often this shows what a weird dad I am. I've often thought, could I love my son, one of my sons? If they were a murderer, if they murdered somebody, mm. and the short answer is yes. If my son yeah. killed somebody viciously, deliberately, um, and there was no, you know, um, in inverted commas, good reason, yes, I could love. I could still love my son. Yeah, I do. I can. I do see where you're coming from. I have a little baby, and I think that. Obviously, like, he's not a person yet because he's just a baby, but... you know Babies! What I mean? Babies is people, too! I know, but he's not a proper person, you know what I mean? He's, just like, he's not started giving you proper jip. He's just a crying blob at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? Four Twelve. Months. Four, uh, four, four months. months. Oh, God, yeah, no, they don't do much... I think they're about. They, they sort of change around five or six because mm-hmm. you get. It, it's that you get bored of them around about five months, and then they they learn a new trick that yeah. keeps you interested. They learn to smile at you. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. He, he does that. He's yeah. a proper charmer. He knows when to smile and yeah. giggle at you and stuff. He's dead cute. Yeah. Because yeah. for a while they don't really give you anything, do they? Apart from grief. No, not at all. <laughs> just grief and lots of shitting at me. <laughs> <laughs> But doesn't but doesn't their their fecal matter doesn't it smell amazing? Um, no, e. You're feeding them the wrong stuff. My boys' poo was, was the <laughs> my, we had the golden poo. Oh no, the early stuff does smell like sort of straw. But then it towards... smells like cheese. I think yeah. cheese. I love cheese. I'm in. Ugh. I'm in. Spread yeah, that on some toast. It's when they start eating meat. That's when it gets uh, nasty. Katie, thank you very much for that. Let's try. Um, let's try. Ollie, do you, Ollie, do you understand? First of all, have you been watching Limmy play Truck Driving Simulator 2 online? I do. Uh, well, I love Euro, uh, Euro Truck. Euro, Euro Truck, truck 2. Sorry to get the title wrong. I know it upsets people. Yeah, uh, have you been watching Limmy play that? I haven't. I haven't. He's, he's playing now, isn't he? He's playing it the very you, second. Ian. I you. Well, you can do both. Oh, I'm not very good at Do you understand Simon's concept? Isn't he just saying that the nature of good and evil is interchangeable and there's no real good and evil? It's what humans create societal, no. in a society way. That some people love Trump, but other people see he's evil. Some people think he's good. Is that no. what you're saying, Simon? No. No, no, no. But, no, but hold that, hold that thought, right? Right. Some people right. love Trump. Yep. Some people love Trump, and some people think he's evil, right? Yep. Which one, which group of those people are right? Whatever group you're in and how you're brought up and what... So then that, but then does that make Trump well, a bad person? Does there, does there have to be 
it, uh, there are very few examples in history where there is a definite right and a definite wrong. It could be argued that, that Trump is not, is, is, does not fall into a definite right or definite wrong. I think he's a definite wrong. Well, I do. Well, OK. I, I don't. I don't think he's a definite wrong. I think, I think Trump is a grey... Area. No, yeah, there, there are. Hang on, hang on. There, there are. There are aspects of him that I don't like. Um, but I bet there are bits of him that are, that are a great guy. His attitude and behaviour yep. towards women is yep. straight up wrong. Yeah. Okay. But I, okay. I think if he turned up on this radio show, you would be having a go at him hard at things he was Sorry? been saying. <laughs> this is this is like Susan again. But how, how much of that? Is, but me like having a, of... hang on, hang on. But me having a go at someone hard doesn't necessarily. Who giggled? Sorry. Are there any women here? Me having a go at him hard doesn't yeah. mean he's a bad person. Does it, if he says like, if I'm Trump, right, and I say, "Oh, uh, all immigrants, all Mexican immigrants are murderers, rapists." I'm sure some of them are fine, but they're all murderers and rapists. Yeah. If Ian has a go at Trump hard, yeah, then there are people out there that would that. think, yeah, then there are people out there that would then go away thinking that Ian is a bad person. Mm. But they wouldn't be women yeah. or Mexicans. Well, no, they might be, though. Yeah. They might be. They might be. Oh, there, there has been Mexicans who voted for Trump as well, yeah. Uh. Uh, and there've been women who voted for Trump. Yeah, uh, that, yeah but that, you know yeah, this. There was a white women that yeah. were sixty percent or something like that this time around. Um, well, the, the Trump vibe has sucked the thing out. But, <laughs> but, um, well, I don't know. But Simon, basically, your point is too complicated to understand. Yeah. Don't ever call me again. Thank you. Bye. No goodbye. Um, Ollie, anything else you want to say? Uh, I'm just. Uh, I think you have got enemies. I think everyone's got enemies. It's fine to have enemies. It's Go on then. Who are my Who are my enemies? Your enemies with white supremacist Tony Robinson. You you hate Tony Tony Robinson. Tony what Tony Robinson. I do hate oh, Tony Robinson. No. What's his name? Tony, Tony Robinson, Robinson, the white supremacist. Tony, We've had Tony him on the show. Bloody Baldrick. I, I went into no. him hard. <laughs> well, leave it there, Ollie. Tony thanks. Robinson. Thanks for no. your call. Yeah, Tony Robinson. The panic in his voice when he realised the last thing that he would have was be allowed to say on the show was the white supremacist ton, Tony Robinson. <laughs> Unlucky, Ollie, mate. You just got pwned. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. 0344 Some show tonight, guys. We've heard about a, a, a lady who's having an affair with a, a sex criminal, basically. This guy's a horny dude who, who sees colours when he orgasms. Uh, we've had the show's had a, a stalk, and I don't use that in a light term, genuinely have. Uh, we've had a little clear out, a little pruning of the Twitter tree, um, got rid of the deadwood. Um, and now we're just kind of cruising until one o'clock when Paul Ross comes in and does his thing. We've, we've had some serious chats, serious chats too, about vegans, um, enemies. Uh, we did a little little uh, chitty chatty with uh, with uh, about Trump, and Ollie has libelled um, a national treasure by calling Tony Robinson a white supremacist. And um, you're pleased to know, Ollie, we've we've clipped it. Uh, we are sending it to Tony Robinson, who I'm sure will send it on well, to his legal team. I know that his daughter listens, yeah. so she's probably already got it. Yep. So unlucky, mate. Let's go to G. Good evening, G. Evening, boss. Evening, boss. I was just wondering. 
did Simon just basically say that Hitler did nothing wrong? No, no, not at all. Okay. Does that clear that up? Not really. Well, well, go on then, because that's not what <laughs> well, he said at all. What I got from the conversation was, yeah, within Hitler's own head, he was acting within his own parameters. Yeah, well, Hitler obviously thought he was doing the right thing. So Hitler did nothing wrong, as far as Hitler is concerned. As far as Hitler, well, well yeah, of course. Well, that's that's completely different to saying Hitler did nothing wrong. Yes, as as far as Hitler is concerned, he did nothing wrong. The only thing I would suggest that Hitler perhaps thought he did wrong was lose. But did he lose? Yes, mate, yes, he lost, in the fact that um, he um, either committed suicide or ran off to Argentina. We don't know which, but yes, he lost, yes. Oh, imagine if, you know, if he did run off to Argentina. I don't know if you know much about world history, but but yes, they, the Germans lost w- World War II, yes. <laughs> I understand the Germans kind of lost. Yes, so, so Hitler lost, yes. The war. But in Hitler's head, would he have taken that as a loss. Yeah. Yeah, when the bullet entered his brain, he would probably when when he's when <laughs> well, he's, yeah, when he's got the gun when he's got loss, the gun pointed at his head, I would I would imagine when he's in the bunker and it's all kicking off and he knows he's coming. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine he took that as a as a as a loss, yeah. yeah. Not the actions of a happy man, a victorious man. Yeah. See, nobody actually knows the look on Hitler's face oh, when he took the bullet. Okay. Well, I mean, that's not a great image to 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 focus it's on. It's not no. But in the same parameter... He wasn't... Don't be an idiot. Stop being an idiot. Everyone's being an idiot. I'm calling out idiots now. He wasn't sat there with a gun going, This is brilliant! I've won! I'm going to kill myself to something so stupid! What a stupid, ridiculous thing to say. Don't don't, don't be be a dick. You're being a dick. Deadwood. Is that what's wrong with people? The thing is, as well, you've got to be really careful when you're kind of making jokes about Hitler as well. Do you know what I mean? You can have a little bit of fun with Hitler, of course you can. Um, but in the context of a late-night phone-in show, to suddenly start ga- gagging around Hitler's last moments and maybe it was con- he considered it a victory, do you know that, that you know that there are some people who, quite rightfully, might find that a little bit offensive, a little bit near, near the OK, near the knuckle, a little bit offensive. We have a joke at Hitler's expense, of course we can. OK, we won, we're allowed to, but... I just, it felt to me that we just crossed into a slightly tasteless little little thing there. That's often happens. It just, just felt that we just crossed over into a darkness that I was not prepared to embrace. What is wrong with the world? Strange vibe tonight. There is someone has put a hex on the show. I think you might be right. There's a hexy vibe. Tomorrow's show, this is genuine. Your homework as producer is, can you find us a white witch or someone, someone who can unhex the show or bless the show or lift? Can we get someone to start? We need to start tomorrow's show with an incantation, a spell, a recitation, an, an anti-hex, an ex-hex is what we want. Because I, exactly. I can't do another three hours of um, fighting against demons to do this. Radio show. I just can't do it anymore. Right, I'm on it. You sure? Yeah, I know this guy. Okay, we got, well then we're sorted. 0344 499 <coughs> 1000 is the phone number. The switchboard is empty for the first time this evening. Thank God. Actually, don't call. I don't want, I don't want any more. I don't want to talk to any more of you. A pen
pensioner who dresses as a woman has been jailed after performing a sex act on his roof. <gasps> Barry Mason, 68, one year away, was filmed naked with a G-string on his head that he had been wearing. He also had a sex toy. The neighbour said in a statement she was shocked and concerned at what she saw. Oh, dear God, as children were off school and could have witnessed the act. But Mason of Hull, known as Brianna, Brianna, when dressed as a woman, insisted, I'm not a pervert, I'm a naturist. He claimed washing normally shields him. OK, this next sentence is weird. He admitted outraging public decency and breaching a suspended sentence for squirting bit bleach on a bus driver. OK, right, the guy's a nut job. The guy's an actual nut job. Mm. Ah, oh, man alive. 0344 499. No, don't. I'm not, I keep giving the number out. That's, that's, when I give out the number, that's just filler. That's filler. That's me filling. Play those trails. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. If you call in, you'll get short shrift. You've been warned. If you call in now, you will get short shrift. You're warning I'm them. I'm warning them. Doing the decent thing. You call in now, you're going to get short shrift. Probably get shouted at. That's, that's, that's where we're at. Right. I've sent a message to someone who might be able to help us out with this dark okay. vibe. A chocolate festival was branded a total rip-off for charging £17 for an event like a poorly organised school party. Visitors to the Fantastical Chocolate Festival were left fuming at stalls selling cakes that a six-year-old could make. The bar was described as a small table with an empty ice bucket and the coffee stand was dirty and selling overpriced bitter drinks. One guest said it took just five minutes to look around the almost deserted event which is touring the country until April. Can you find this on the line of the Fantastical Chocolate Festival, please? Right. Because the picture here don't look like it's really happening. Another customer, 39, complained, I should have stayed at home, saved me money and had a bounty instead. I love a bounty. Really, really love. Yes to all of that. Because they know if they're coming on, they're going to get short shrift. I'll take them all. People People are queuing up to get short shrift for the SS. My nephew experienced his first bounty a little while ago. Yeah. Oh, it turns out it doesn't do textures. No, the kids, <laughs> yeah, the kids don't like it. Kids don't like that, which is great. More bounties for me. It's a grown-up's uh, charge. One said a £3.50 goodie bag contained a tiny bag of horrible pick-and-mix sweets. It looks nice. OK. But... The event promised delectable confectionery, sing-along live music and chocolatiers. Chocolatiers. But guests at a warehouse at Br- Bristol Temple Mead Station on Sunday flocked to its Facebook page to vent anger at false advertising. Tickets cost up to £10.35 for kids and seventeen twenty-five for adults. Lucy Gregory said staff didn't know about the chocolates. One went in the bin with gloves on and used the same gloves to touch food. Oof. Lindsay McCabe of Swindon, Wiltshire, added, one sold a bottle of beer to an underage member of our group. Um, Georgie Kovac said it was like a poorly organised school party. 
A spokesman for the festival said, we apologise to any guests who did not have a positive experience. I, there is no news story I like better than one of a disappointing, poorly organised Christmas festival, uh, Halloween festival, chocolate festival, festival. They're the best. Pictures of, you know, um, like dummies with like a beard stuck on it and that's Father Christmas. I love it. Drunk elves. It's the best. Elves having a fag. Swearing at kids. Um, Staggering about. Great times. We're coming into the season. What do you want, Cathy? Uh, I was just ringing. Short shrift? You mean if, if you want to, you can, yeah. It's, um, the end of last week, you mentioned about choose your own adventure books and like how they're kind of doing them digitally now. Nope. I think you've done some with uh, with your sons on the game thingy where you press you're, the you've got like about adventure. you've got about thirty three percent of this story correct. Well, it was kind of like choose your, like talking about choose your own adventure. But okay. I was what I was meaning to say oh. was. I don't know whether this is something that interests you or not, but there's a new book come out by James Patterson, but he does it on Facebook Messenger, so it's an interactive book. So, so for you kids? Can watch in, no, for adults. Huh? Um, uh-huh. So it's kind of a book. So you go on the Facebook Messenger, and the story's told over Messenger, but they say you also get sent video clips and photographs and different things, so it's an immersive... How do I find it? I'm on Facebook now. How do I find it? So if you open your messenger... Yeah, opened. And then if you go into the search and type in The Chef by James Patterson... The Chef? Chef. C-H-E-F. The Chef... By James Patterson. By James... No, no, it's not there. In my oh, mind, the chef by Jane. No, oh, there we go. Okay, yeah, right. The chef by James Patterson. Yeah. So if you just click on that, as if you can open up a right. message. It says, right. I've clicked on get started. The chef by Jane Patterson. Early in 2018, the FBI were notified of a potential terrorist threat on New Orleans. What you will read is the declassified first-hand account of former NOPD detective Caleb Rooney and the evidence he gathered during the days leading up to the event. Begin the experience. Click it and click on a knife. Hey, it's Caleb. Let me p- take you back to the start. 14 days before Mardi Gras, when my life changed forever. Tap the knife emoji to progress through the story. Review evidence as it's uncovered by swiping left through image carousels. Or tapping on videos and sound clips. Let's find out what kind of detective you really are. Click on the knife. There we go. I just thought it was quite a different way of... Having a book. Chapter, chapter one of 34. Just, there's a countdown. But, countdown to Mardi Gras. I know. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, I like books. Yeah, well, I like books as well. But it was just... I know it's not choose your adventures in turn to page 142 or 145. Yeah. But I just thought it's a different way of doing things. Well, I can't give people short shrift. I'm, I'm too nice. And, <laughs> and, and, and Kathy's too nice. I can't give short shrift to people. Sorry, Catherine? Well, uh, I'm waiting for the moment where you go back on that, which will be probably... Give me two scoops, three waddles and a shake. What's a waddle? Yeah, it does explain it. Like, I hadn't heard of a waddle either. It's it's set in New Orleans. Marlene is calling out our next order through the noise. The clanging of the manhole-sized skillet I'm using to saute a fresh heap of diced onions, celery and bell and peppers. 
the popping and crackling of that deep fry really is creating an atmosphere here. The roar of the exhaust fan, and that's just inside our sweltering little food truck. Outside is a line of hungry customers stretching around the the block. Click on the knife. Here are some snaps from my Instagram. (laughs) Here are some snaps from my Instagram. At KillerChef underscore Nola. Lots of happy customers. Check it out. Is that a real man? I think it's an actor. But, but yeah. Actors are human beings as well. Come on. They are. They are. Okay. But I, I find it quite good because you can... Oh, right, I've been using it as a bit of a distraction. Ah, look at that. Look at that thing. Because you can go in and out of it. You don't have to sit and read the, the whole thing. You, you can look at the pictures and there's... Look at that idiot selling um, food. Look at selling food there. Okay. I'm going to... Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Brilliant. Thank you, Cathy. That's why I just thought you might be interested. It's appreciated. <laughs> I am interested. It is appreciated. Thank you very much indeed. I can't give short shrift to people. Oh, well, we'll see about that. Who's right. next? Sandy, what do you want? What do you want? Speak up! God's sakes! Don't tell me that your spidey senses have kicked in again. What do you want? Get, to, want get to the point! I gave up smoking. So what? You're always so friendly. No wonder I only ever ring it every three months. Well, you've called in. I said for the if anyone calls in for the last half an hour, they're going to get short shrift, and this this is as short as I can make my shrift go. Okay. Well, I'm deciding to say thank you for keeping me company over the last three hours. Instead of ripping my hair out, I've been laughing my head off at you. Okay. Well, see, I I can't do short shrift. Sandy's a nice person. Lisa's coming up next. I'm going to destroy Lisa. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll be nice to Sandy. But I'm going to destroy Lisa. Yeah. How lo- so? How long has uh, uh, how long have you given up smoking for? Oh, uh, it's now 17 days. Hey, not, you're not you're not vaping, are you? No, Good. I didn't want to be vaping. I don't want the hand to mouth thing. Well, I I've, I've got patches of nicotine spray. Good. Well done. That's that's a great way to go. I recommend the Alan Carr book, the easy way to stop smoking. That's how I got clean from cigarettes. But um, I, I think vaping is a is is a is a is a, it's a, it's a, just swapping one thing for the other. Oh yeah, but vaping is safer. Safer. All right. Well, let's see how your popcorn lung is looking in twenty years' time, shall we? See, I don't think it's safer. It's still nicotine. No. It's it's still pumping stuff into your lungs. I don't think Thank it's safer you. at all. And you're still addicted, Thank so they still win because they get your money. A hundred percent. And second to that, Ian, I also want to say congrats. I gave up antidepressants too, and I feel flipping fantastic. Uh, well well done for you. Because I'm giving it up, as people know, and I'm and I'm doing it, and and I'm I'm kind of charting online my progress. And sometimes it's some days it's fine, and some days it's really really hard. And then I got people saying, "Yeah, you well, what you're stopping for? You wouldn't tell it. It's the same as diabetes. You wouldn't tell a diabetic to stop taking it. You should take it." I'm like, well, actually, part of me thinks that maybe depression is transient and it can it can come and go, and I want to see what it. I'm not, and then I had some woman said, "Well, I'm a I'm a psychic, and I'm I'm going to do some crystal healing for you." It was a pendulum, wasn't it? It was a pendulum. That was it. And I, and, um, I went, um, yeah, no, sorry, you you must have misunderstood. I've got anxiety and depression, not fairy taleitis. <laughs> um, and then and then she blocked me. Um, so I, I met that's. That's what the show is. Oh. It's her. She's hexed the show. No, mate. Anyone that says something stupid like that has absolutely zero power. She should have been done, done off with, with the Salem witches. Sa- Sandy, you are a wicked, wicked woman. But boy, oh boy, it makes me excited. Good luck with your give. Not even good luck. You've stopped smoking. You've done it now. Well done. 
done it. There's there's nothing harder. There's not there's nothing harder than that. Giving up antidepressants is good and it's easy and all the best for you. Thank you very hey, much, S- indeed. Sandy. I bet you smell gorgeous. Yeah. Stanley's tweeted: There are no white witches or black ones. Witches can be good or bad, just like Christians, for example. You never hear of black Christians, do you? What about the, the Reverend Jesse James? He's black and a Christian. So Jesse Jackson. Um, no, Jesse James was an, was another black Christian oh, that fellow, guy. Right, yeah, yeah, Jesse James. So, um, so you're wrong, Stanley, and you're racist. Deal with that. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. One of the joys of doing this show is just some, sometimes, sometimes you get people that say, never phoning you again, and I'm never listening to you ever again. Alistair's one of those people. <laughs> We'll, we'll wait for the delay to catch up. What do you hate me? Okay, someone's fallen off the wagon. Um, let's go to. <laughs> wow. I wasn't expecting that. Is that Paul Ross? Sounds like one of my he, kids. Someone's told him how I feel. He's got a phone in his hand. <laughs> because you phone up and you're obnoxious and rude. That's why. I don't hate... Oh, anyway. Good evening, Lisa. Hi. <laughs> that, Me again. That was... Um, um, that was strange, wasn't it? What? What? No, nothing was strange, Lisa. What do you want? Phone. Have some respect. Respect me. You will respect me. Pick up the phone and hold it. No. That's, be- that's better. That's better. You must... oh, I mean, I heard what you said before about you're going to destroy me. That's horrible. I'm destroying. Well, you... well, that's before I realised just how ill-mannered you were. <laughs> I'm not ill-mannered. Your speakerphone is ill-mannered. I think that. I think that's rude. I was trying. To, I was trying to multitask. I was trying to make a cup of tea. Well, that's that's right. No, no. Focus on me. Focus on the conversation. Well, I, I've been waiting for ten minutes. So I was trying to make a cup of tea. <laughs> anyway, Lisa, what can we do for you this evening? This wonderful, wonderful evening of love and harmony. <laughs> oh, again, I was listening about the whole good and bad and, and okay. All yes. Those things. Yes. Yes. I, I was just thinking. Well, it's not that clear. It's a, it's, a, it's mostly about conformity. And humans being pack animals, and humans follow the herd, and that's pretty much that's pretty much it with good and bad. It's not necessarily what? that you you're good and bad. You're just humans are followers, right? And, and so, what if I someone comes those... to your house, Lisa, and does a great big poo in the middle of your living room? That's bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Would you follow them and do a poo well, thought... in someone's house? Is that what you're saying? No, I think if, if there is a big mass of people saying something is right, then humans are, by nature, conformist. Well, here we go. Here's the, here's the thing. Follow. Here's the question then. Is there, is there an over... Is there... I don't know how to put this into words. 
So I'm going to say it, but it's not quite the right word. You're going to destroy me, aren't Because I already heard you're going to try and destroy me. No, no, no. Uh, no, I, I would if you keep <laughs> being a dick. Is there an overriding... Um, um, it, 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 oh, God, I can't put it into flipping words. What I want to say is... God, I, I can't speak. Is there... Right, here we go. Is there a universal law for what is good and what is bad? For example, for example, right, to kill is obviously... To, to, to kill someone in cold blood is obviously, I would suggest, a universal thing that is, is bad, is constantly bad throughout time and, and space, OK? But... There are other things, for example, being gay, that have been considered bad because of society or religion or the laws of the land or the morals of the land. Um, do you see what I'm trying to get to with this? Yeah. Is, 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 are there things? Are there things that are universally, uh, eternally good, and things that are universally, eternally bad? Uh, well, a, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm looking at as, 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 I mean, I'm looking at it as sort of animals. Yeah. And obviously, like, I mean, people attacking gay people is disgusting. I mean, you know, gay people are not hurting anybody else. Like, the idea of attacking them is wrong. Um, but I think that people sometimes do wrong things because they follow the group mentality and they don't necessarily think for themselves. And yeah. that yeah. is where the, the said... line is blurred. Yeah. You said that, and I'm now trying to take the conversazione a little bit further. What? So do I think that what that gay people are bad? What? Yes. Do you think that gay people are bad, Lisa? That's what I'm asking you. Do you no, think? Because I do. Not. I hate them. I think it's disgusting <laughs> what they get up to. Don't. No, of course don't. I don't. But what? I'm... Your show. Of course I don't. Of course I don't. But 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 um. You know, it has it has always been that to kill, just going to kill someone is bad, hasn't it? It's always bad. It's always it's always bad. All I'm saying is that sometimes people get led astray okay. by we're, we're mass, going, okay. mass corruption. Okay, uh, who's oh, there? You go. There you go, Lisa. Flipping heck, man. Have we got any delay there? We got another. All right, all right. Do you do you want to try that again without the f bomb, love? I said flipping. No, you, you did th- not. You didn't. You didn't, Lisa. No, I did. I did. Lisa, I I Lisa, no, you didn't. You don't know what you said because you're stoned. I know. I know what I said. I said are, are you stoned? I'm not. What? You're on something tonight. I can feel the vibe. No, I'm, I'm, I'm on. I know what I said. I no, said Lisa, flipping. Lisa, we have three sets of ears here that are trained to spot F-bombs and swear words. Three, pi- said, all three said, of us. Flipping. I know. I said flipping. Hang on a second, you, Sam. Could you go back and listen to the I audio? Back. I said flipping. Okay, listen. If if you say flipping, then we'll all apologise to you. It's just unusual that all three I, of us. I, not, I, could you shut up and listen? Could you shut up? Could you could you shut up and listen? I hope you're not as ill-mannered. You were going to destroy me. That's what you said. You were going to. I hope you're not as ill-mannered. I pity the kids. I pity the kids that 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 you have to deal with, and I hope you don't use that potty language. Here's the thing: very rarely will all three of us. Hello. Very rarely. So hang on a minute, Sam is Sam. Could you come on the microphone and tell us what you you just listen to it back? What did she say? 
definitely said the F-bomb. Thank you very much, Lisa. Lisa, you did. We all heard it. We all heard it. (sighs) Why did you... Why did not say that? I did not say that. Here's the thing. All three of us heard it, right? Paul Ross heard it. We've now got four four pairs of ears, and Paul Ross has been doing this forever. She's hung up. What is wrong with people tonight? Here's the thing, right? Quite often, one of the three of us will miss something and go, oh, no, I thought they said a flip. And the other two go, no, 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 it's definitely enough. And it could be, quite often it's me that misses it, or it might be you. Sam is, I always trust Sam 100% on this. and sometimes we hear what sounds like the beginning of a swear and we hit the dump before it comes out, right? (laughs) Yes. But that was a very clearly (laughs) enunciated (laughs) F-bomb. Paul Ross heard it. This guy's worked with some of the foulest <laughs> but, scumbags in show business. But he nice... worked at LBC, I take your oh, point. Oh, you look like you've won a competition wearing that hat. This is from the jockey outfit that apparently, you may have seen this, James Whale was sent. from. It's called a fun pack. The least popular outfit in any fancy dress shop. Who would want to go to yeah, a party no, dressed as a jockey? No, you wouldn't want to. It's weird, to isn't it? You it's got a vague normal it. wisdom. Mr Grimsdale? No, it's a vague normal wisdom vibe. It needs like one that. of those spinning things on the top. Oh, now you're talking. Oh, no, like a, a 50s teenager, or 50s yeah. 14 year old. I used to want those when I was a kid. Those and the x ray glasses at the back of American comics. Yeah. Got and, s- and why did you want the x ray glasses, young man? Keep to, your hands where I can see them. I wanted to see boobies. Yeah. I still want to see boobies. But you'd have seen, like, lungs <sighs> and tissue and bones, wouldn't you, if they were truly x ray? I've got to be honest, Paul. There is a very strange vibe. I don't envy you coming on the radio. I now. think, though, you may have made a rod for your own back end for Caths by yeah. talking about short shrift. Yeah. Because short shrift is a phrase that comes from mainly the 16th, 17th century, when, when you're condemned to death, which happened for, like, stealing a loaf of bread or a yeah. radio idea, you'd be executed <laughs> almost immediately, and you were only given the time from the courtroom to the gallows to be shriven, to say goodbye to your sins. Wow. And that's short shrift. So you were shrifted of your sins. Now, I think you've opened a whole hideous paranormal can of worms for people <laughs> who forgot some sin and are burning forever, and one of their punishments is they can only listen to talk radio between 6.30 and 10 and Julia Hartley Brewer. That's the, eternal damnation. The hell mouth is gaping. Yeah. I guess. It's only my theory. I mean, you know, feel free to shoot it down. Oh, man. Oh, it's so nice to see you, man. What a weird, <laughs> old, weird old show it's been tonight. Really, really strange. Do you ever watch The Daredevil, either of you? The Daredevil TV series on uh, no, Netflix? No, I'm, I'm aware of it. I've not seen it. Is it good? Well, when you do your American voice, when you're reading that menu thing, oh, yeah. you sounded exactly like the actor, Vincent D'Onofrio, oh. who plays Kingpin, in a very kind of aggressive oh. but almost subdued way. If you watch it ever, you'll see so what I mean. So I could make it big in America. I mean, he is enormous. He's, he's like, you know, he's like kind of, he makes... I'm getting there. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm no, getting this, there. This guy, this guy is like a huge, unsqueezed spot I had with four, legs. I had four pots of joy today. Pots of joy? Yeah, have you had a pot of joy? Was that a 70s band? No. That's <laughs> too much joy for joy. any man. Is that a yoghurt thing? It, yeah, it's like, like, like a, a little yogurt. chocolate pot. Four pots of you know the pots of joy. Of course, you? I know about pots You've of joy. Got kids, pots of joy. I right? never eat my kids' pots of joy though. Oh, I can't. Because well, the kids don't live there, so I, 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 I now know when the kids come, just buy, just fill the fridge because they just don't stop eating. But they didn't touch the chocolate, any of the chocolate I bet pots you didn't this tell time. Them about them. I didn't. I hid them in a drawer. Actually, <laughs> yeah. so, so they I haven't got the combination. I had four <laughs> pots of joy today as I was leaving the house to come here. On the way to the front door, to have a pot of joy and go, oh, I'll have another one. I came four of you, them. You, sir, are an outrage. Dirty, dirty boy. Pots of joy. I've got out there, I yeah. think Sam's had one, um, Cadbury's like, chocolate rolls but with a honeycomb centre. Oh. They're bonfire night treats. I bought them because I know that local kids would have been trick-or-treating where I was. But when I offered them, and they spurned, no, no, we want fun size. They spurned cakes. 
I didn't know you were allowed to walk the length of the buffet at Halloween before making your selection. <laughs> it's really odd. We've got, he said to me, one kid said, You've got fun size back there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live in a sweet shop. He saw the fun size. I was going to have them later. Um, <laughs> someone, someone did a trick on um, my mother in law. Because she, she said, uh, they said trick or treat, she went trick. <gasps> and, and the trick was rubbish. They just paint, they just, it wasn't even paint. They just drew like a cross on her garage. And set fire to it. <laughs> <laughs> what is on your show tonight, Paul Ross? On the show tonight, I'm looking forward to this. It is a bit self-indulgent, but the tickets are now available for something happening back end of April in Wimbledon, the big new Wimbledon Theatre, hosted by the man, the legend, Christopher Biggins. Oh, yeah. The Great British Panto Awards. Oh. OK, so you can go along and see them. They've got great stars. They all do it. They get the costumes. They do it to promote next year's Pantos course, as well. Of course, yeah. Two and a half thousand seater. Yeah. And the judges are out and about. So we're talking about Pantos on the show, which I'm looking forward to. I love a, I love a bit of Panto. Have you ever done a Panto? Well, no. I might possibly. I might possibly. I mean, You'd be talks- very good as Ebenezer in Aladdin. The I'm evil one in to Aladdin. Do, I mean, talks to do one this year because someone is is someone in a panto is leaving to go. Don't to the go jungle. Dame too early. Is my advice. No, I'm not doing Dame. You're, you're too old for the Dame. Yeah. You're too young for a Dame. Yeah. I. 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 I but I'm really. So, I'm Bad, you'd be great as a, you'd be great as that guy. Is it Flesh Creep? Who's the giant's assistant in Jack and the Beanstalk? Yeah. Oh, you'd be great as Flesh I've Creep. Never you're a big lad anyway. And I thought after the jungle that they that they. So, yeah, I did it once um, uh, when I was vague work. daytime micro-celebrity courtesy of The Big Breakfast, and I was on at the Hall of Crawley, uh, which is a great theatre, a lovely part of the world, and we started to rehearse Cinderella, and they found out that the rival Panther chain was doing a Cinderella in right. Streatham. Yeah. So we did Robin Hood, okay? And this was what I, my part was. I played Merlin the Magician, who went forward in time with Otis the Aardvark, oh, yeah. becoming Will Scarlet to save Merry England. Wow. It was like being back on acid. Isn't it was astonishing. Nuts? Thir- like 13 shows a week, it's relentless. Well, yeah, we did, uh, and I did three on Boxing Day and three on New Year's Day. Wow. Killed me. And they asked me to do it the next year. I was lucky, though, because I was living in West Sussex then with the kids, so I could drive home after every show, after every night. Yeah, yeah. The next year, they offered me Hull, which would have been... Nothing wrong with Hull, but I, it would have been three and a half weeks. In a, there, yeah. And the only day after you get is Christmas Day, yeah. and the kids would have been in my little hotel room or digs or wherever oh, I was, right. and with the, Mrs. Blenkinsop cooking us a fry breakfast and pulling That's crackers in there, so I couldn't do it. But I, lo- I love going. I, I was... It's the money. It's the that money. Thing. You've got to go on, uh, hunker Rehearsals down. Rehearsals are tough, but it's good money. Hunker down. Also, because I'm weeks. a terrible dancer, except in my own head. You surprised me. I know, but terrible. Truly terrible. No, I don't think any man over the age of 35, no white male over the age of 35 racialist should dance anywhere except in the privacy of his boudoir. Yeah. Similarly, I don't think anybody over a certain age, male, should wear trainers except in a gym. Oh, well, I think. Oh, I'm not Sway boots, you see, Paul Ross is up next. We're back tonight at 10. Till then, from us, ta ta.